0: Across the UK, online
1: and on DAB. A radio star is born. You're going to love. Talk Radio. Talk Radio.
2: Evening, dear listener. Thank you, George. This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. So, Lindsay Lohorn is going to be in Kettering. Oh, eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Here's the news. Late
1: What's night, Ian Lee on Talk radio.
0: radio. We have ways of making you talk.
2: Right off the wrong bed, that confused me. Right, we'll start again, don't worry. Here we go. Is Boris Johnson. It's Boris Johnson coming in for the end.
1: <laughs>
2: there we go. Thank, thank you, Boris. So that's love. That's not. That's Boris Johnson in a no uh, yeah, thank you. So that's love who I'm seeing tomorrow in Southampton. Here's the weird thing, guys. Right. Oh, eight, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. By the way, we call you back or someone will call you back. Christ knows who. I don't know who anybody is working on the show this evening. They're all strangers. They're all better looking than me. It's um, it's incredibly intimidating. But don't let that panic you. Let it panic me. I will deal with it. Um, and we may get to meet these people throughout the show. We'll see. We'll see. So tomorrow I'm going to Southampton to see Love. Remember we had Johnny Eccles on from Love. They're like this 60s band and their main man was Arthur Lee, who was, was nuts and is now dead. But Johnny Eccles from the original band and then his kind of backing band are um, going to be play, doing a tour. And I'm going to go and see them in Southampton. I'm going on my own to see them and um 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 i like doing things on my own because i'm lonely i like going to the cinema on my own and going to you know for meals on my own and stuff like that i like that 0844 but going to bands on my own is weird going to bands on my own when it's stand-up bands you know what i mean by stand-up bands when it's not if you go uh, the older i get the less stand-up bands i go to in fact Oh, I can remember the last stand-up band I went to. You know what I mean by stand-up band? It's where you stand up as opposed to going to see them in, um you know, like the Royal Albert Hall or something, where you sit down unless it's the proms, in which case you stand up. So proms is promenade, right? Oh, eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Tommy, Alan, John, stay there. Come to you shortly, guys. Um. The last stand-up band I went to see... Do you remember Scott, who's listening on the radio? He's not actually here. Um, was the uh, a Crosby, Stills and Nash tribute band um, at the back of boozer in... I don't know where, like west of... They were near, in Uxbridge. Something like that. And it was only a stand-up band because we got there a bit late and we didn't sit down. We got told off for talking. If you've ever been told off for talking at a gig oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand i got told off for talking at the eagles and i didn't even want to talk at the eagles i was i was furious because the person i was going with to see the eagles um he said uh, he had the tickets he said i'll meet you there i've got a, i'll be coming from work i'll meet you there so we missed the support act who uh, were the dixie chicks who at the time meant nothing to me now um, it's like oh man i missed the dixie chicks one of the greatest groups ever um and we got there and the eagles were playing and uh, we sat down just as they finished a the song and they went, thanks very much. We'll be back after this break. We'd missed the entire first half. And that ticket cost me about 90 quid. And then this bloke who I was peed off with was talking to me. And the, someone behind us went, could you be quiet, please? And they did that line that they always do when someone's being too loud at gigs. I came to hear the band, not you two. Up yours, the i thought so i'm gonna go and see at love tomorrow in southampton on my own first of all i don't know anything um about southampton so i'm after um southampton tips southampton tips what it it, i've been i've been there once i did a gig there once at a place um but i didn't get a chance to see any of the town or or any of that i can't imagine it's canada day by the way guys everybody aware of that we're all celebrating canada day great stuff um i don't know anything about southampton so if you any tips but my plan is i want to find out what time the band go on i'm going to get in there like two minutes before see the band i'm hoping i get to go backstage and meet the band and get a few uh, photographs and then and then go home and um it's just going to going to a stand up band. Do you know what I mean, Miriam? Going to a stand up band on your own is weird.
3: Um, yeah, no, uh, I, I probably wouldn't go by myself.
2: Yeah, well, I, 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 I have to go by myself because um, the only two people I could ask to go have um, told me to get stuffed. Oh,
3: uh, um, oh, uh, I, I, I've not called you before, so uh, I'm a little nervous.
2: What, 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 why, don't, don't be nervous. We're I mean, just talking about going to see stand-up bands. It's not... Um, it's true. It's not anything to be... Ne- what, when was the last time you went to see a band, Miriam?
3: Um, I don't like people, so
2: oh, I... <laughs> Miriam. No, you speak, you speak my language. I can't stand those guys. I can't
3: remember the, the last thing I went to. Uh, oh, no, I do, actually. Go on. I went to see the uh, Doctor Who... Um... Uh orchestra last year that was that was good but i only went because i really liked the music
2: and doctor who Do- uh, you went to so. see the other doctor who
4: orchestra
3: yeah so um all the music from doctor oh, who beautiful is by um royal La- uh, Roy albert hall no oh. uh Wembley
2: arena Wembley arena here's an interesting thing while I'm I'm talking to you I'm I'm flicking away with my computer sure and my my I've got iTunes up okay because I like I play all the music off of iTunes or YouTube right and I was going to okay. play um going to play this right there's a bit of a um, bit of a musical bed for us
5: mm-hmm, here's mm-hmm.
2: a weird thing my um my the vo- <laughs> this is going to sound so weird right do you know, do you know iTunes? You aware of iTunes?
3: Well, um, I hate Apple, but my
2: husband uh, loves it. You yeah. don't like a lot of things, do you? And I, I respect no, that.
3: I'm, I'm quite miserable. Good, good. good. I respect. <laughs> it. I'm
2: on your side. Um, well, you get like a little fader on there for <laughs> the volume. It goes you, you little. It's like a little ball, and you drag it along, and it extends or decreases the length of a line, and that is is a visualization oh, yeah, sure. of sure. the volume, right? Well, the little line. Has got shorter. Someone somehow it's it's shortened, and there's a little box next to it. And if I click, it mm-hmm. says I can either go to computer or Inel's MacBook Pro. What the? Who the hell is Inel? Um, Why can I link to their MacBook Pro?
3: I I cannot answer that because uh, uh, as I say, uh, Apple are rubbish, Yeah. and therefore I don't have a Mac. Uh, but I imagine that will uh, increase the volume outside You're of ma- the...
2: You're ma- making this up, I- aren't you? Ch- yes. Yes, literally, just well, making um, it up. Well done, well done.
3: Yes, well, um, the, the couple upstairs are um, making some noises, so uh, there's a little off putting
2: to our conversation. What? Hang on, what What are the couple upstairs doing? They're not... Yes. Re- really? Well, I suppose it is Friday. It's the first Friday oh, yeah. of the month. Why, um... <laughs> payday it's week, it's so it's it's payday, so they've, they've hired hookers and bought cocaine. Is that what you're suggesting?
3: Well they were arguing before
2: oh and then,
3: and then it just got a little bit uh, what, what, less were they,
2: uh, what were they arguing about? I don't know, but um it was just loud voices there about, so. about where to put it and now they've decided and they're going to put it there.
3: Uh, probably something like that Slipping, in it' was
2: probably a difficult decision. How was the doctor who um uh, doodah, then?
3: Oh no, no it was really good. Yeah. Um, did you yeah, go on no, your no, own no. or
2: with your with your husband?
3: Um, my husband, my brother, my sister, and my mum. Oh, okay. oh, okay. Oh so gosh, that's
2: a lot. Of, that's a lot of people.
3: Yeah, yeah, we geeked it up together. No, it really was brilliant. Actually, listening to the an orchestra live. Yeah. Play the Doctor Who's theme music is amazing. Actually, I really. once
2: I had once the, way, one of the I've had some weird jobs. Right, in my, I wait four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, John, Alan, Tommy, stay there. Come to you in a bit i've had some weird jobs in my time right and one of them was i had to um uh uh, well i don't know what the word would be compare is probably the wrong word but i'm going to say i had to compare a gig gig is definitely the wrong word but Mm -hmm. I, i think it was the london philharmonic orchestra it was an orchestra that had the word london in the title okay and they were playing music from um video games okay so i had to go on stage they they hug me because i'm a geek right and i had to go on stage and talk about video games and music and stuff and then the band would um then the band they and they got annoyed (laughs) when i called them a band they got really peed off with me yeah it's a bit snobby i called them a band and they didn't like it and um then i had to go and have dinner with the head of the london I'm going to say it was the London Philharmonic Orchestra, but I'm, I'm willing to be proved wrong. It was at the Royal Festival Hall, so it was legit, you know, it was, it was a legit a mm-hmm. thing. But, um, um, I can't remember w- why you made me talk about that, Miriam. Oh, it sounded oh, amazing. Doctor
3: Who, Doctor Who. Yeah, it's that music. was it. Music. Yeah, yeah. and the
2: orchestra, it sounded amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, there we go.
3: What have you called in for, a... Miriam? Oh, um, well, um, I've been meaning to call for ages. Yeah. I- I've listened to you for quite a while. And usually I'm asleep at this point, yeah. <laughs> so I usually listen back, but um, yeah. I uh, uh, had two coffees today, so I have, I'm have. i not asleep yet, and I thought I would call, am I the first
2: caller? Yeah, you're the first caller, you've beaten, um, you've beaten Caddick, she's beaten you, Caddick! Oh, hip, hip, oh, well, hip! Yeah, she beat you.
3: Hip, hip, hip! I forgot the hip, hip, hip.
2: Hip. Hip hip hip! Someone's saying that that thing with my computer is Bluetooth. It's not. My Bluetooth is turned <laughs> off, so I can't be picking up someone else's Bluetooth, can I? You've got a problem
6: with the Mac again, Ian.
2: I'm, you'll have a problem with your nose in a minute,
6: Caddick. I'm. I'm well, I can help you up with it because I know what I know about Mac. But I can tell you what the problem is. Don't talk about Macs in front of Miriam. She okay. doesn't <laughs> like them.
3: Hi, Caddick. Hi, Hi Caddick. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm I'm fine. Just thought I'd say hello. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, just yeah. There we go. Okay then. Well, well, is, um, are
2: we done, done Miriam? That was a brilliant. That was a brilliant first call. Um. Well, my heart's racing a little bit. Someone, someone on um um the, the there's loads of different talk radio Facebook pages, mm. right? And the original one before Caddick steamed in and annoyed everybody by doing a little brexit facebook group the original one, the talk radio listeners on facebook uh, someone who's that oh i'm outside the pub. And there we go someone posted an excellent description of what it was like to phone in this radio show it was a br- <laughs> it was a brilliant brilliantly written did you read it caddick no i do no, mate who's it from i i don't know some some loser i'm joking but it's, it's... probably from a new caller wednesday yeah well yeah well it was it was a new caller someone never called before he wasn't a loser he wrote a brilliant piece on what it's like to phone up this show and i, I i'd never um i'd never heard it, 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 it detailed mm. so well, well what, what did it say I can't remember. <laughs> that, that's not helpful. The short answer <laughs> is I don't remember. The okay. longer answer is I'll find it and mm-hmm. um I'll I will read it throughout the show. Okay. How's okay. that? that That sounds
3: good. That sounds
2: good. Hey Miriam, nice one. Thank you for calling.
3: Thank you. Ta-ta. Right.
2: Have a have a good show. Bye. Bye bye. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Caddick, stay there, I want to word with you. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. When you phone up you won't speak to Catherine already. They they are um let's just say Sorry? Let's just say that um, since Murdoch took over um, what is going to become Sky News Talk Corp Radio, um, some of the chaff has been cleaned out. So it's been great working with those guys, but instead it's a brand new team of David and Emma, and um, they've got much better teeth than those other suckers. Alan, I heard a woman screaming. I hope you're not up to your usual shenanigans. No, I'm out the pub, and it's karaoke night. Of course it's karaoke night, Alan. What else would it be? It is the start of the weekend. It is the start. The weekend starts here. What was that? What was that? That was, um, Ready, Steady, Go. Ready, Steady, Go. Ready, wasn't Steady, it? Go. Yes, it was. A nice shaship from the 60s. A nice shaship from the 60s. Anyway, you want to say the word? Well, no, not really. I, I was just, I was, I was teasing the that listener. Was rude, then. No, I was teasing the listener over the break. So they would, um, think, Te- oh, oh, am I listen over the break. I was going to switch off, but I'm going to listen over the break to see what word Ian wants to have
6: with Caddick. Well, and then me thinking I'm going to get sold off for something. No, no, no,
2: Alan. What, what could I tell you off for?
6: Well, I've waited a splinter group on Twitter on Facebook.
2: I, that listen, I, I am grateful that anybody would set up, um... Uh, Facebook pages that would help promote this show. So, uh, and it, it's created in fighting, which makes it even more delicious to watch from a distance.
6: Ellen. Yeah, yes. uh, and it's not just me. I've got to thank Jim Wogan as well. You got a, a fact in Wogan. I've got to thank. i well, say thanks to Jim Wogan as well. Okay. He's another admin.
2: Yep. Okay.
6: And the office still open for you to be an admin.
2: I don't want to. Well, I, the I say, uh, don't want to. I don't want to be an admin on there. Um, um, I'm a, I'm an admin on a couple of pages that I run. And um, I'm also a 43-year-old married man, so me adminning um, Facebook pages is... Um, uh, you know? We don't hear much about Fandango these days. No? It's just is he still well? Hang on a second. I've got to um, turn up the headphones on Periscope. There we go. You should be able to hear now, Periscopers. What did you call in for, Alan?
6: I uh, want a continuation on last night's Brookside, because I've got a
2: For those who who have just tuned in, we spent nearly all of yesterday's show um, celebrating, saluting, and indeed doffing our caps to uh, Brookside. So, to, so much so, Alan... That I had a dream last night, and it was better yeah. than Martin Luther King's dream, which, I'll be honest, was a little bit dull. Yeah. It was a dream that uh, Brookside was still on, and I was watching it, yeah. and I remember th- I remember thinking the line in my head, ooh, I'm going to make Brookside my thing. And then, and here's where it got weird, Alan, here's, here's where the dream part really kicked in. Yeah. Suddenly... I was in brookside oh my god yeah i was in it i was it i was and, but it wasn't a tv program i was living brookside you live, was you living at number 10 i don't know what number i was i i don't know but i just know that i was interacting with barry grant and I kept thinking, oh, you're Barry Grant off the telly. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand, by the way. We don't have to... Uh, interesting, there's a story in the papers about Coronation Street going six times a week. We might talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah.
6: And also, i got congratulations to Wales. Oh, he's loud. And that's the only bit of football you'll get off me tonight. He's- I, we, it was on in the.
2: It was on in the um, the, the, the office and. Well, it talk sport again. Well, talk sport had it on, and then we've got David, who's producing, who's the new producer of the show, and uh, Emma, who's the new Ed, because the other two got um. That, well, they got Murdoch. They got Murdoch. Yeah.
7: Um
2: and um you could you could sense the disappointment because David was watching the football. And in, the other people in the talk radio office were me and Rudd. Now, Rudd's a young lad who works on a lot of the shows, and he's, he's, he's brilliant, right? But neither of us are into football at all. I right? couldn't give a flying... Monkeys. Yeah, thank you. And you could, you could... I sense from David, he wanted, you know, he wanted... He wanted to be in the talk sport office hanging out with those guys because and, and, all those guys of course had their wangers out while the football was on. Every time a yeah. goal was scored they'd they'd slam um um a football book onto their wangers that were on the table. It was like oh a it was like, it was like a drinking game, but it was it was um wanger bashing.
6: Oh dear. Yeah.
2: Yep. Well no not
6: good, you can't tiny anyone.
2: Well, no, not brilliant if, um, well, it, it, it's slightly less painful if you've, uh, if you've got a tiny one. I'm just trying to find,
5: um, hang on a minute. That's
2: not what I'm after. What I'm after is, uh, where... baby, baby, baby,
1: baby, baby! Baby,
2: That's still not what I'm after. Oh, uh, where is it? Uh, you, you know, you know what I want. I want... Um, oh, I've got, I've really got to sort out these hotkeys. What I'm after is, George, you're a funny. But I can't find it. What, George Galloway? George, you're a funny. George, you're funny. No, 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 not funny. George, you're a funny. George, you're funny. No, no george you're a fanny george you're fanny. can you click that please and email it over but that but i've actually got george galloway saying that that's the bit i'm trying to find and i can't find it anywhere
6: why are you listening to ian lee he's an idiot that's
2: out of order He's a vegan man! Yeah, exactly. That is out, that is absolutely out of order. I'll have to find George or, um uh, Hang on, is this. He it? Look like him, but I don't think so, is he? I no, erm. Th- um, Thank you, call- Duncan! Kooby doo, yeah!
5: No, I totally to disagree
7: with sex with a robot.
8: I
6: love
5: my fact. God's taking his best to his heart because the end of the world's
2: coming. And I say, bring it on, man.
6: No, no, everybody. No, no. Can't find it. Never mind. Did we get, did we get,
2: Alan, did we get to the point of your clip,
6: your call? Not yet, because I've yet to tell you why I took my memorable moment from Bookside. George, you're a fanny. Found it. (laughs) That's the one. Found it. Found (laughs) it. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> my 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 memorable moment was the <laughs> incest storyline of 1996. Oh, they
2: did incest, didn't they? It was the la- the last great taboo, incest, and um, it, it was rid- I mean it was ridiculous.
6: Oh no, But I mean, it was too obvious. We know what
2: we we know what incest is. We don't need to go into the graphic. No, I'm just
6: saying it was too obvious for the story writers to think of it?
2: Yeah, it was super. But were they brother and sister, or were they half brother and sister? No, they were actually brother and sister. Oh, it didn't have quite the same reaction as the lesbian kiss, did it?
6: But we weren't talking about nobody under the patio because you said we couldn't talk about George, it. George, you're a fanny.
2: There we go. We've got that clip, and if I can um, make it even, uh, there we go. Well, uh, Alan, th- you've, thanks so much for um, getting us off on an incest tip. Off the Monday.
7: Night-night, everybody. Night-night. Night-night, everybody. Night-night.
2: John and Tommy, stay there. wait oh, 844-499-1000. Uh, this is the inley Show. It's Friday night. Um, oh, it could be tonight. Could be, could be the last straight-to-air for a while, although we might do it on Monday. So in which case, in fact, let's make that a date, shall we? Tonight is the penultimate straight-to-air for a while. And I reserve the right to change my mind at any given time uh what are we talking about this evening well you know the rules you can call in and talk about anything really uh we've we've, we've touched on brookside again um going to gigs on your own standing up gigs primarily sitting down gigs don't really count as gigs i haven't stood for a gig since the crosby stills and Nash tribute act they were weird right they started off the first half... Well, I thought the first half was going to be like the bands that they were in before Crosby, Stills and Nash. So you've got your Buffalo Springfield, your Birds and your Hollies. And I'd like that. But instead they chose to do all Birds some Birds songs. That was it. They just focused on the Birds. And um, they were excellent. They were excellent. But it was a little bit um, soulless. And then they, then they went into their Crosby, Stills and Nash and that was awesome um but before the last stand-up gig before that god i haven't got a clue i mean years ago the the idea of listening i need to get some um uh, ear defenders because the idea it used to be a measure didn't it of a good night was how deaf you were that night and the next day and if you i remember going to see love with arthur lee 22 years ago and walking home in the middle of the road absolutely off my nut on booze and um my ears were just ringing and it was like yeah that has been what can only be described as a good night and the same now my ears ring all the flipping time because i used to go to gigs where i'd let my ears ring and that would be considered um a good night so uh, the thought of standing for an hour and a half and being deaf afterwards no longer fills me with pleasure oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand this is talk radio i'm Ian Lee. good evening tommy good evening who's hang on a minute i heard two voices is it tommy and your sister
7: yeah is yeah. sister
2: older or younger than you older is, has she got a name or should we just call her sister Sister.
8: Sister.
2: No, Victoria. Sister. So, Tommy and sister. And, Tommy, let me... I'm going to, um, say you're 16 years old. No. 22. No. Three. No. Are you a baby? No. Ten. Nineteen. Ten. Don't tell me, boy! Are you ten? Yes. And your sister's older, so she's got to be what, 19, 20, 23 nine forty two forty two so uh, uh ten so we got let me just write this down tommy who is nine and sister who is forty two that's brilliant news okay okay thank you okay thank you so so uh who wants to go first the uh the nine year old or the forty two year old forty two
8: year old
2: okay what what would you like to say
8: where's did oh I'll oh, do it again. Okay, I don't understand pink lemonade, because you never ever see any pink lemons.
2: Well, um, I believe... <laughs> you're like a... You're like a... Hey, did... Um, uh, oh, no, I was about to say something that's really inappropriate to say to kids. No, it's not inappropriate. I'm going to say it anyway. You know who Stephen Hawking is, right? Yeah? Is
8: that, like,
2: the disabled scientist? The disabled scientist. And you know um, what what a stalker is? Yeah. yeah. Right. In America, yeah. it was a brilliant. It was on Radio Four, right on the news. This is not a joke. It was on the news on Radio Four. I was driving uh, through Victoria when I heard it. Right, a woman got arrested. A woman got charged, sentenced today in America. Right, for stalking Stephen Hawking. <laughs> and that's the reaction I had. It must have been hideous for him. But the newsreader said, "And a woman has been sentenced in America today for for stalking Stephen Hawking." And it was just such a delicious. Trip off the tongue of those wonderful yet hideous words. One of them's wonderful. One of them's hideous. Put it together. I'm sure it was a nightmare for the family, but it's provided a laugh for us, hasn't it, kids? Yeah. And that's what it's that's what it's all about. That's what laughing at people less fortunate than ourselves. That's what life really should be.
8: Yeah. (laughs) Um,
2: I don't know. Isn't pink lemonade? It's um, doesn't it come? Isn't it lemons and um, pink grapefruit? Oh, I thought you could
8: only get grapefruits. Sorry? Yeah,
2: grapefruits are pink, are you, they? <laughs> no, no, you can get... Your, no, grapefruits are yellow, apart from yep. pink grapefruits. Wait, <laughs> so you, you've
8: got... What? Does that
2: mean you can get pink lemons, then? No, you can't get pink lemons, no. Hey, do you know what um ca- colour carrots used to be? Green. You... What are they teaching, these children? they they used to they used to be purple
8: oh how does that work
2: well i'm glad i'm glad you you followed up with the question there (laughs) so they used to be purple right and then i think the king of um uh denmark i think i've got this right the king of denmark liked the color orange so much Oh, like my hair. Well, that's what you say. I have no evidence of that. Like orange.
8: Sorry, his hair is orange.
2: Well, yeah. um, that's, um, that's great news. Um, <laughs> so the um, the king of Denmark liked the color orange so much that he insisted that um yeah bring a cup of tea emma just just and thank you for for knocking because the guy that used to work here the new zealand guy would just it would just steam in with a cup of tea thank you that's very good you and david are doing a much better job than those two other slackers that have been murdocked off <laughs> <laughs> <But> Kim, <laughs> da- you, da- did you speak to david on the phone when you called him i don't
8: know who did we speak to we spoke to
2: Ed. no it's not it's not david. here it's gone he's got murdocked off oh
8: we spoke to david
2: yeah what and what was he like was he good yeah. Yeah, brilliant.
8: Is David the one that started
2: shouting out "baby"? Yeah, yeah, he does. I mean, he's he's good. He does have one weird thing though, where um, he just for no reason whatsoever, he just starts shouting out
1: "baby, baby, baby,"
2: <laughs> and I will I will have to have a word with him. <laughs> <laughs> about that I <laughs> will have to have a word with him so the king of denmark liked the color orange so much um he decided he wanted all carrots to be orange and i don't know how they did it they but they dyed all the carrots orange and so carrots are orange now
8: but like, you just can't do that it's like it's like trying to make a black rose it's just impossible yeah no, it's not yeah, yeah it really is what are you going to do dye a rose black Get a white rose, it black, and make grey. Well, you you can, have a grey rose. You
2: could cut... No, you could get a white rose and colour it in with a biro or a Sharpie. <laughs> exactly. exactly. The petals would just, like...
8: The petals would just like, mm-hmm. Why aren't you kids at school? Because it's half past ten.
2: <laughs> okay, no, fair, po- fair point. You got me on that one. You got me on that one.
8: Hours.
2: Right. Oh. Have you got anything else to say, or should I cut you off?
8: No, I have.
6: Okay.
2: Oh! They said they had something else to say. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. John's on the line. Evening, John.
9: Lindsay Lohan. Are you all right? She's... So here we go.
2: Lindsay Lohan is going to be turning on the Christmas lights in Kettering. <laughs> all because she got into tomorrow. a... She got into a... Well, not tomorrow. at Christmas, I would imagine. All because she got into a Twitter spat with I think like a councillor, or maybe the MP for kettering. And now she's going to be turning on the Christmas lights.
9: What as punishment?
2: Well I don't um I don't know. It's it's the the weirdest weirdest thing. Um she's actually gonna do it. The thing is, we have to warn her <laughs> about Nigel from Maidstone because we heard that Stephen Hawking Arrest and charge someone with stalking. Um, and I don't want Lindsay Lohorn to be, um... I'm trying to think of something that rhymes that involves some form of sexual, um, ina- inappropriateness, and I can't think of it. I don't want her to get touched up by Nigel from Maidstone. I don't want him to soil himself in her presence.
9: Yeah. Um, well, good luck with that.
2: Thanks very much indeed. I I uh, appreciate that. I really do. I really I really do appreciate. <laughs> yeah. it. Have you bought my new CD, John?
9: Um, well no, I didn't win in the sort of sort of giveaway thing. So,
2: you know, now I, I suppose I've got to buy, haven't I? I? Go, Ian Lee Live, go forward slash Ian Lee, it's only six quid. Here's the thing, right, I've been very, very generous in giving away a couple of these CDs. On One to Boris Johnson. On Twitter. I offer Boris Johnson and David Cameron free CDs. They've yet to get back. I suspect they're a little busy. They could do with a laugh. It's quite interesting because
9: on, on, on Twitter, I said hello to Barbara Streisand about two years ago, nothing.
2: I'm being no, followed. Not. I'm being followed by Nancy Sinatra.
9: So am I.
2: Yeah. Oh, what? Where are you? Yeah. Oh, flipping it. Well, who, who are you to be followed by um, uh, Frank Sinatra's daughter? I
9: have no idea. I have okay.
2: no idea. I'm being followed by Gervais now.
9: Oh, I'm sorry
2: to hear that. Oh, oh, you, pardon me just I, I'm tempted just to tweet him and say, could I have a million pounds, please?
9: What's all that about his film coming out on Netflix only? What's all that about?
2: His film is... Well, he's got two films coming up. The David Brent film is coming out in the cinema. It's not. It's on Netflix. No, isn't no, 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 no. It? no. The Brent one's coming out in the cinema, and he's got another film that's come out in um, Netflix. Are
9: you absolutely sure
2: of that? I'm as sure as I can be bothered to be. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think, I think I'm right. Me I think too. I'm
2: right. The, the, the Brent one's going out in the cinema.
9: I saw the trailer look
2: rubbish but anyway well um here's the thing right so i've been giving away this ian lee live ian lee versus radio cd right and i'm getting people to that 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 old age-old trick free advert you get people to retweet the link for it and you pick a winner at random right first person It it works it works first person was very excited thanks very much second person i picked completely random and i'm too honest for my own good right and i picked this person and i sent them a message saying that's great congratulations i'll send you a dm um a direct well. message with, so you can you can give me your address, and then it turned out they weren't following me <laughs> they were they weren't a fan
9: they never heard of you
2: so I, no they hadn't so I then had to do the embarrassing thing of saying, Um, could you follow me so I can send you a direct message so you can send <laughs> me your address for this c d and then I looked at their Twitter feed, right. And all it not was. Jonathan, is it? No, 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 oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. It's not, him. He's been done, I think. He's been arrested. I know. Yeah. <laughs> one of my listeners has been arrested for being a massive racist and anti-Semite. Wow. Um, so. Just the one. So I, um, another one's going to get arrested soon. Um, but <laughs> that's, that that, 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 that's a nice surprise for them. So you send me, you send, hey, here's a, here's a tip, guys. You send me death threats on Twitter. Oh, when I know who you are, even though you've used a different name, I will get the police involved. How's about that? Does that sound fair enough? Good, because that's what I've just done. Sending me death threats, silly woman, pretending, thinking I wouldn't know who it was. Anyway, and then when I messaged them saying you're such and such a person, they um they blocked that account. <laughs> Busted. So anyway, I, I then looked at this person's Twitter feed that had won the um, my my live CD, um, and. Um, Oh, the Brent film is going to be on Netflix in the USA, but it's going to be cinema over here. Oh. Um and anyway, please let me finish this story, John, and stop interrupting. Yeah, I there
9: will, you go I will again.
2: <laughs> I looked at the person's Twitter feed and they're just a person that retweets competitions oh, to try and, to try and win stuff. So it's a living human being. And a couple of people said, Oh, that doesn't you know, that's a bit off that they're not a fan right yeah and i went oh well you know i'll do another one it doesn't matter i'll do another one um but then the person who won then started getting arsy with them going yeah didn't say i had to be a follower what's your problem deal with it and i'm thinking you send one more rude comment to my followers and um you're not going to get your free cd um but they stopped then so i sent it. i had to send it off to them but if you want to buy one it's six pounds go faster stripe.com slash ian lee what did you call in for john
9: Oh, the last gig I went to see was on Sunday. It was Mark Hamill talking to Ray Davis. How's oh, that? yeah, how
2: was that? Were you there? David, my oh, excellent... No, not you, but David, my excellent producer, was there as well. He's replaced, um, What's-Her-Face. Was it well, good? She's cleared off. Yeah, oh, she's she's off she, off they, got they got murdoch They got murdoch He yeah. came in and he went, you, you, out, you, you, out, and brought in his own people. Good for him.
9: <laughs> well done, Murdoch.
2: Yeah, well done, Murdoch. Howling mad <laughs> Murdoch. <laughs> don't oh, tell him A-team. I said Please don't tell him I said that. Please don't <laughs> tell him. I, as I've always said, I'm a big fan of the sun and all the good work uh, Rupert Murdoch does for this country. And the A-Team. Here yeah, we go. Um, John, stay there, because I want to hear about Mark Hamill and Ray Davis. <laughs> OK, John, tell me all about it. What happened last night?
9: Oh, it was on Sunday, actually. Well, was no, on no, Sunday. Hang on a second. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hello?
2: Hello? Okay, John, tell us everything that happened on Sunday night.
9: <laughs> well, um, yeah, Mark Hamill turned up, which was good. And uh, well, the first thing that struck me was he was incredibly warm, he just came across as as a very warm person, extremely good at communicating with the audience.
2: He's not, he's an arse, because I have tweeted Mark Hamill so many times, asking him to come on this show, yeah, three times, asking him to come on this show and talk about (laughs) the kinks, and he has, um, he liked one of the tweets, he never replied. That, to me, is a cold man, John, but carry on.
9: (laughs) Okay, um... But he, you know, he, he no, he was very, he, he was just very sort of open. And I was thinking, this guy is not like Harrison Ford. You can't imagine him doing it. Wow. So, 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 yeah. And then he brought Ray on, and uh, he the, the most interesting story I thought was that there's a song called Oklahoma USA. Have yep. you ever heard of that is one?
2: Is that is that on the, Bev, uh, the, the 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 Muswell Hillbillies album?
9: Yeah, which they were promoting a re-release of. Yeah. And. Mark Hamill said, that in, in that song, it mentions, there's a line that says something about Shirley Jones, who was in Oklahoma. Yeah. don't know if you know that. Right. She was also in the Partridge family. Oh, yes, of course.
2: Oh, Shirley Jones from the Partridge family. Here's the thing. She was David Cassidy's stepmom in real life.
9: I didn't know that. Here we go, you see. Yes. But apparently Mark Hamill played Oklahoma, USA, the song to Shirley Jones, and she was moved to tears by it. Wow. Because the, the song's about this woman in Muswell Hill who's got no money, down on her luck, and she's imagining she's in Hollywood in Oklahoma with Shirley Jones and Gordon MacRae. It's a really moving song if, you, if you've never heard it. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting that, you know, the person it was about... Got to hear it in that manner. It was—it uh, was a nice story, you know. And he played um, some amazing songs. Selly Lloyd, Heroes. Do you know that one? You can see all the stars as you're walking down Hollywood
2: Boulevard. There'll be no, some that, that you recognise, some that you probably never heard of.
9: You mean three other people know that song?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a good song. That's one of the Kinks' best.
9: It's an amazing uh, tune, and nice. I was sitting there thinking. He was playing it, and there was one other guitarist with him, yeah. which I think is the best way yeah. to present his songs at the moment. Because when you've got drums and bass, you can't barely sing over it. No. It's so loud. Yes. So anyway, he played that song. I was sitting there thinking, this guy is, you know, there's nobody be- at his best. There isn't anyone better at him than him at songwriting, and he's still going. Yeah and I was thinking this is amazing me sitting here listening to this.
2: Yeah. So it's a very good gig. Very good gig. Here. I um I saw The Kinks um at the Alexandra Palace in about 1990. Um a gig that, a gig that I went to on my own. It was a standing up gig. It was all day. It was Squeeze. It was um an Irish group called The Four of Them. It was Voice of the Beehive and it was The Kinks. I saw
9: them. They're brilliant. They're good.
2: They're time. good there. Um, and um, I saw Ray Davis do the Village Green Preservation Society at the Royal Festival Hall a few years ago. And I do. I here's my prediction: the, the Kinks will get back together in 2017. That's going to happen.
9: I'm not sure about that one. It's going to happen. Don 't you think they sounded a bit too heavy metal by the end I
2: don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I, they could go on and be absolutely rubbish. I want to go and see them one more time. They can do whatever they want as far as I'm concerned. I want to go and see them one more time.
9: I did see Arthur Lee once live as well.
2: Uh, yeah, he's good, Arthur Lee. I saw him I've seen him about six times, I think Arthur Lee. I wait four 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 nine nine one thousand Yes, Daisy. good evening.
8: on an island
2: Ireland. okay, well, let's put that down on the uh, on the what are you talking about? what you said Ireland. you said Ireland or ireland what you said Ireland <laughs> or ireland <laughs> daisy, <laughs>
1: daisy? <laughs> i'm
2: talking to daisy hello so let me pass you back to daisy please do
8: hello
2: hello daisy you said Ireland or ireland
8: ireland i, I um yes all right i'm up pretty late because um we were, late for- we were waiting for it we went for a pizza i think we ordered it at what time oh, yeah. We ordered a pizza at a quarter to nine and it came two hours later. You just got back from a school trip. And I just got back from a school trip. Where, where, on an island.
2: Ireland. Ireland. No, where, where did on you. And
8: Ireland. On an island. On
2: an island. What What
8: part
2: of. Tell your mum to button it.
8: And he said, bottle it.
2: Button it. Yes. Button it. Not bottle it. Button it.
8: I'm button it.
2: But- button it.
8: Um, I don't know
2: what. Button. Button it. Say, Mum, button it.
8: Mum, button it.
2: Thank you. At last. <laughs> if I hear her again, she'll be in very serious trouble, OK?
8: Mum, if I hear you again, you are going in trouble. Yeah. That's what he said.
2: Thank you. Um, what part of Ireland did you go to for your school trip?
8: Um, I I went to the Isle of Arran in Scotland. Is, and, um, yeah, we were having a hill to yet today. yesterday yes and um it was a like, pretty big hill it wasn't goat fell or anything it was like one near us yeah and yeah i got to see like these little things i think they're called haggises
2: <laughs> yeah and, like haggis yeah and, did you eat them yeah and
8: then and one leg's longer than the other of what and if it goes around the wrong side of the mountain it rolls like down
2: hang on what what's what's got one leg longer than the other a haggis
8: yeah it's right leg is longer than the l- left
2: what does a haggis look like?
8: It's kind of like uh, about four inches long, and um... What, that's right. It's longer than the left, and it's and basically, if it goes down the wrong side of the mountain, it rolls back down again.
2: And the haggis has got legs, has it?
8: Yeah. Who
2: told you this?
8: Um, uh, the um, the the, the people who took us up the hill.
2: And how old are you, Daisy?
8: Eleven.
2: And you'd never seen a haggis before then.
8: No, I've How- heard of them, but uh,
2: they're difficult mm-hmm. to catch. Mhm. But then, d- when you catch them and skin them, they're delicious. Oh, that's lovely. So, did you see any haggises or haggai running around, or did you just see them when they were being prepared?
8: I only saw one, and yep. it was alive. Luckily, really. Anyway.
2: And did it have? Did did it have fur? yes and it was four inches long
8: mm-hmm. not four inches long it was kind of like a circle thing
2: and the legs on one side are shorter than the legs on the other side so it can go around the hill yes yeah i know and I know. if it goes
8: around the wrong side it rolls back down
2: <laughs> i can hear your mum
8: Mum, shut
2: up. Yeah. Say, so I'm, te- I'm, t- I'm, I'm I'm teaching Ian about haggises. I'm
8: teaching Ian about
2: haggises. OK. <laughs> uh, well, you are very lucky, Daisy, because I have not seen a haggis for about 15 years. Not a, not a, a, a live one, anyway, because I don't go to Scotland very often these days. So,
8: 15 years? How old are you?
2: How old do you think I am?
8: Um, I don't know. Have a guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Forty.
2: That's <laughs> it cough it up? It might be a gold watch. Four is forty old to you. Yes. Yeah, I'm older than that.
8: I'm fifty.
2: Get lost. I'm six hundred sixty-six. Number fo- of the beast. I'm forty. 40- I'm forty-three.
8: one oh, one year later than the meaning of life.
2: Okay. Um, And what do you want to be when you um, reach the ripe old age of 43? A haggis farmer?
8: But I like haggis. A potato farmer in Ireland. Okay. Shut up!
2: (laughs) Does your mum get out very often? I don't know. I don't know. She sounds... Does she... I mean, uh, uh, what's... what's, what's is, who else lives in the house with you?
6: <laughs> what?
2: Who else lives in the house with you, Daisy? Hmm? Who... Oh, broken Britain. This is Broken Britain. Who else... Who else lives in the house with you na- uh, at the moment?
8: Well, it's just me and Ollie. Um, Dad lives in Heathrow and I'm at a friend's house with Mum... Do you want, want me do you Kato? Kato and, and, and.
2: Do you want me to call social services? I'm good. Okay, fine, but if you if there's any problem, Daisy, you call me and I'll call social services, okay? Yes. Could you do me a favour, Daisy? What'll be yeah. awesome, right? Is if you can, um, could you very quickly, while you're enjoying your pizza, draw a picture of a haggis for me, a live one. Yeah. <laughs> get your mum to take a picture of it and get her to tweet it to me, at Ian Lee. Can she do that?
8: I've got a toy haggis. I, I can take a picture of that. No, I want
2: you to draw one. I want you to draw what you, the, the live haggis that you saw. Get your mum to take yeah. a picture of it and tweet it at me, at Ian Lee, so I can have a look.
8: Yeah. All right, yeah. is that
2: all right? Yeah. You can you do that now? Mm-hmm. Nice one, Daisy, all right. Thanks for calling. Yeah. Bye-bye. Cool. Bye. Later. Bye, bye then. Bye. Ta-ta. You. Sh-
8: are
2: you going to hang up, or shall I?
8: Um, I, I'm...
2: <laughs> I look forward to seeing that picture of a haggis. It's broken, Britain, isn't it? It really is, it is, um, it's broken Britain. We'll stay there. We'll, uh, we'll come to you after the news. Uh, if you want to take part in tonight's show, what have we spoken about? Uh, oh, if anyone, if anyone is from Kettering, I don't know anything about Kettering apart from the fact that Lindsay Lohorn is going to be turning on your Christmas lights. Now, Kettering, I make up is quite small. And Lindsay Lohorn is a huge, huge superstar. Um, uh, with a, a, a huge fan in, in, um, in Nigel, one of our regular contributors to the show. So it will be good to get some Kettering
1: facts
2: up our sleeve. For, so we, we can know what to expect if we all decide to make the pilgrimage, uh, up there to see her. 0844-499-1000. What else are we talking about? Um, the kinks. Um, uh, that's it really. I think, I did, you know, we've just done an hour of radio and I've literally, got no idea of, of what we've discussed you can call in about anything you know the rules by now um you phone up you speak to my new producer david Oh eight four he'll call you back 0844 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call now is an excellent time and you can speak to the new production team who have not been murdoch uh, the, the other two slackers have been given the boot and some professionals have at last come in to pick up the slack 0844 i'm ian lee this is the news
1: Talk Radio Late night, Ian Lee On Talk, talk radio. radio
2: We have ways of
0: making
1: you talk i 18 Just that Just make me dirty There's a voice That keeps on calling me Down the road It's where I'll always be Every stop I make I make Down this road That never seems to end When you adventure lies just around the bend So if you wanna Join me for a while Just grab your hat Come travel like That's Hobo style Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow The whole world is my home So if you wanna We're told, we've journeyed far But you know it won't be long We're almost there We've paid our bet with a whole song Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on So if you wanna join me for a while Just grab your hat Come travel like that's hobo style tomorrow you know i'm free to roll. yes
2: so um as i was saying Lindsay Lohorn is going to be in um kettering turning on the christmas lights turning on the christmas lights. why do people go to see cri- why, why do people go and see christmas lights being turned on i don't quite understand that. i suppose you know uh, yeah if it's like uh, i mean if it's a big a big celebrity pressing a button isn't actually connected to the lights or they're putting that lever you know they don't re- they're not actually turning the lights on you know that the the person who's turning the lights on is like a, a, a technician guy right and he sees he'll there'll be someone there you watch whenever you see take that or something turning on christmas lights in oxford street or boy zone there'll be someone sort of just covering their mouth and what that is they've got a tiny tiny walkie-talkie all, all technicians have them and they'll just squeeze it, and you'll just see them squeeze it, and that means they're pressing it and going, he's pressing the button in three, two, one, he's pressed the button. And so then the, the real person who's controlling the lights hears that in their earpiece, like, miles away, and then they press the button and turns the lights on. That's how it works. I hate to break the magic up for you guys, that's how it works. Um We're still waiting for um, a picture of that haggis from Daisy. While we're waiting, we'll speak to Will. Good evening, Will. Hi, Ian, how are you doing? I'm all right, thank you, mate. What you got for us? Uh, I rang up to talk about Brookside, actually. Um, <laughs> okay. it, uh, it has to be said, the Brookside phone-in we did yeah. yesterday um, has has been the most popular phone-in, I think, and we just got the results back from Rager, has been the most popular <laughs> phone-in ever done by anyone ever.
10: Yeah. No, yeah, it, 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 it was a great show. I mean, I, uh, I started watching it, actually, on the repeats on Sky 1, which were about, it must have been, it was just before ITV Digital went, so that would have been... 2002, I reckon. Yeah. So, I, and around that era, they were showing the whole. Uh, it, well, it wasn't. Yeah, you know, it was. It was the trial of the aftermath of the body under the patio thing. So yeah, I watched a bit of that, and then uh, and and then ten years later, I was on a on a, a website where you can obtain content. Yes. Um. And uh, I know it's Brookside was listed. It was a whole month's worth of Brookside. Oh. And uh, yeah. And so from there, I, I downloaded every episode then from february 1993 which is when the jaw dashes turned up to the very end and uh watched them all over a three and a half year period
2: yeah. wow yes yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's 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 yeah. de- I, I know those torrent sites and things like that that's um that's dedication to the cause
10: yeah absolutely i mean the, the, the way these things work they, they're, they're constantly trying to keep you hooked you want you want to see the next storyline, yeah. or they reveal that one they'll they'll hook you in with another one and yeah, did you know, Brookside was a have a did, Jimmy Corkill, and he was there till the last uh, last episode? So. Did,
2: well, did, did Brookside have a satisfactory conclusion?
10: Actually, the conclude I found the conclusion episode was was very satisfying. Yeah, you know,
2: tell us. Well, I, you know, if when does it finish? Nineteen ninety six. I think you can tell us now.
10: No, it, it didn't finish. It was two thousand and three. It finished. Flip really? it! Really? Really lingered on. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, but <laughs> the thing <you're> is, <laughs> so it was. You know, there's about one hundred and fifty episodes a year. Yeah. yeah so that's a, that's a, it was a lot of a lot of my life, which I uh, which I spent. Well, doing how did it happen?
2: What's the final five minutes of Brookside then?
10: Uh, there's a, like a fireside chat with Jimmy Corkill and uh, Nikki Shadwick. Yeah. Uh, which is obviously, it, it's, uh, I've seen since people have written that it, it's just Phil Redmond using Jimmy Corkle as a mouthpiece.
1: Yeah.
10: But it's, uh, it's just saying about how, you know, things are what they used to be. There's lots of veiled sort of criticism of the management of Channel 4. Oh. That sort of thing. But no, I mean, that that, that particular part wasn't great, but they brought in, you know, um, Barry Grant, who is probably the best character Brookside ever had. Yeah. Um you know, they're, they're, I, yeah, I think things were rounded off as well as they could have been in the circumstances really. Okay. But I mean, in that last year, it, it was pretty weird because they stopped showing the, uh, the normal editions. You associate Brookside with like a sort of, you know, kind of Hollyoaks sort of slot, where Hollyoaks would be now anyway. Um, and they'd actually like stopped that and so you only had a weekly omnibus.
2: Uh, oh yeah i remember that they didn't they didn't show the episodes in the week did they they just no, showed no, the no, omnibus and,
10: and, and to, to compensate for that once they got over the period where they just stopped sort of showing them the writers sort of adjusted and tried to make these kind of weird cinematic kind of episodes yeah it, they would it, yeah it, it, yeah you can see they were experimenting and it was it was very kind of dawdling and to be honest with you as soon as the kind of jawdash stuff wrapped up It, like, it was, it it massively sort of lost its way. I I think they wanted the, uh, uh, the, what was the family? The Simpsons, who were the ones with the Nat and George the incest storyline. Yeah. I think they wanted that to really take hold, but then they had to can that because they were told to, basically. And then, yeah, and then the whole thing. Just, I don't know which way around it was. Whether it was the program went wrong, and so you know the upper echelons demanded that it was all changed, or or whether the program was just messed up. I don't know. But you can see how it all went wrong, and yeah, it, yeah, especially the last few years. And watching at the pace at which we watched it because obviously yeah. they intend for you to watch one episode every other day yes. and so you get through about three months worth of storyline in you know a, a couple of days potentially
2: I, I the people on on twitter are saying that the last episode of brookside is on youtube and it's amazing well, yeah that, no, it is. tomorrow sources
10: the, the last episode is, is 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 a big redemption and the, the storyline is great and, yeah, there's, it's definitely worth watching. I won't spoil it. Wow. But one of the themes you know in Brookside is when the Milkman turns up at the beginning... Yeah. ...you know it's going to be a good episode. It's, that, that's their sort of thing. Oh, in is the that their little episode. Easter egg?
2: That's how they give that away, is it? Well,
10: yeah, it's sort of like... It, I, I think that's sort of like a standby. This is going to be something major.
1: Wow. I,
2: I
10: don't know if that was intended or just something I noticed, having wow. watched all of the episodes... Well, half the episodes in three and a half years. But, yeah.
2: Fippin' egg, Nice, and well, thank you for that, mate. What What are you, um... Are you devouring any television programmes at the moment?
10: No, 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 no. The one lesson I've learned is never to do that again. And I wouldn't recommend it either. If if you are going to to, to watch a bit, I would recommend picking out the key kind of jaw-dash episodes because they are... I mean, that is some really genuinely good telly. But, um, I, 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 th- I don't
2: this think this I'm going to, but, but I'm going I'm, I'm, to I'm give the last episode a little look in uh, uh, the, uh, the weekend, I think.
10: It's on DVD as well, I think. Uh, they're, well, they're like a, it's a Most Memorable Moments DVD. To be honest, it's not exactly that satisfying, because it's like one or two random episodes, yeah. and you need more than that to follow a oh. story, really, don't you? But-, but
2: you've managed to kick kick your habit
10: yeah oh yeah yeah no god yeah i'm not that that yeah yeah uh, there were thoughts in my head maybe of then going back to the start but it's, it's really it's not worth it it's too much of your life uh
2: well thank you very much i appreciate that and i appreciate your passion for uh, a television show 0844 499 1000 we call you back guys Rudd, go home boy go home for crying out loud He's here at the 6 o'clock in the morning and he's here at 11 minutes past 11 on a Friday night for go and celebrate the wonderful football victory or commiserate the football loss from the, the football teams what have um, taken place. Oh, wait, four, four, four nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Uh, Hannah's on, on the line. We'll come to you in a minute, Hannah. Um, uh, I'm, I'm desperately looking for someone... To uh I could end that sentence there and it would be appropriate. I'm desperately looking for someone to give me some details about kettering. I know nothing about kettering. Um but w- w- we if Lindsay Lohorn is going to be turning on the Christmas lights, then I uh, I I think we should try and learn as much about it as well. And have you ever been to watch someone turn on the Christmas lights? i can 't think of anybody that would make me go and see Christmas lights being t- oh no actually oh I've, I have been to see the Christmas lights being turned on once, and it was basil bloody brush we had to go and see because the boys wanted to see it, so we had to we had to go and see Basil brush turning the lights on, and it was like a real local affair, and we had to sit through like a local school choir. And I think there was like a local brass band. And I remember Prince Edward's wife pushed past me in a rather haughty fashion. Um, but it was just, just, it was just a lot of standing around. You stood around for ages. And then, you know, the, the box that Basil Brush always seems to be sat on was, was wheeled on very carefully, very gingerly. Um, and, um, then he popped out and he, t- he it's not basil brush his voice doesn't say we went and saw basil brush in pantomime and i thought it'd be nice if we got a box so we hired a box it's not that expensive to get a box um so it wasn't that good because we were kind of directly above basil brush so we could look down and see we could see the man controlling basil brush the boys didn't notice thank god but um we could see it 0844 499 1000 stay there come to you off this now's a good time to call because the phones go the, for the first hour very very busy and then about quarter past 11 it goes a little bit quiet then it picks up again about quarter to 12 what the hell is going on the, the quarter past 11 that um uh, y- you stop calling you slackers pete stay there i'll come to you in a bit 0844 499 is the phone number it's anna good evening anna
11: hello in hannah here. Hello. hello
2: anna how are you I'm fine. What you got for us, boss? Um, Kettering. I only live 10-15 minutes outside Well, here we go! Let's get the Kettering facts. Let me get some appropriate Kettering music. Um Baby, baby, David, baby! David, stop! Yeah! Here we go. Here we go. Right. Okay, let's hear the... Ke- let's, let's hear the fact... Oh, hang on, that's not appropriate. That's terrible. Hang on, here we go. There we go. Let's hear the fact about Kettering.
11: Right, it's full of charity shops. Bargain shops. Oh. It hasn't A&E. Park. MP is Philip Hollobone.
2: Hang on a minute, Anna. Yeah. Oh, I Are you just reading this off the internet? No, I,
11: I live in Aundel.
2: Aundel. 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 Well, she's not... This is... I've got it. I've got what this is. This is, um, Sour Grapes. Because Lindsay Lohorn is not coming to Oundle to turn on the light; she's going to Kettering. So you are doing I your best to no. to destroy what is going to be a magical, magical moment for all the people of Kettering.
11: No, no, I pop into Kettering quite a
2: lot. What to go and do? A, do a, leave a deposit on someone's doorstep?
0: No.
2: Okay, let's carry on.
0: They have major shops
2: there. Let's carry on with the Kettering Facts. Well,
11: they were the
2: major ones, really, so I mean, it's a bit of a... Yeah, I can't say it, really. Oh. Okay, well, so, it sounds to me like you're, um... You're just a little bit upset that she's not going to come to Aundel.
11: Well, I wouldn't really want her to come
2: here. (laughs) Why? What's wrong with Lindsay Lohorn? I don't really like her that much. Well, if I'm honest, right, I don't really know what she's done, apart from a load of drugs back in the day. In terms of her career, she was in, um, have I got this right? She was in a remake of Herbie Goes Bananas. Well, I don't know.
11: I've never heard of that.
2: Well, you know, you know the Herbie films? No. You don't know the Herbie films? No. Right, so the Herbie films, right, it's a Volkswagen Beetle that is sentient and can think for itself. Oh, right. And it's got the number 56 on it, and it has adventures. Well, she was in a remake of, um, of that, and that's all I know, and she was in a West End play that wasn't very good... And she was a bit flaky a few years ago because she had issues. Um, and that's all I know. So, okay. Well, this is what, this is what we can do tonight, right? So we've learned, um, from, from someone who's very bitter, we've learned that Kettering is full of charity shops and pound shops. Um, and it's got a park. Okay. If we could find someone who actually loves Kettering, that'd be great. We need to find out, um, a, a fact file, a biography of Lindsay Lohorn herself. Oh, I don't have a biography of Okay, well that that that's that's gonna um that's gonna scupper things. Anything but else, Anna? Well catcher is famous for Witspeed Park. For Wittspeak Park? Yeah. Wittspeak Park. Yeah. Well, say again. It like it, it, Wicksteed. Wicks Wickspeed. is Park's a the theme park. Oh right, okay. Oh blimey. It the, the weird thing are uh, there are so many weird little um theme parks all over the country, aren't there? Because, to me, there's Thorpe Park, there's Legoland, and there's Chessington World of Adventures. They're they're Britain's theme parks. Yeah. But, oh, no, Hannah, there's Wickspeed Park, there's the Johnson Family Dinosaur Park that they keep advertising at the cinema in Henley that I go to. There's all these different theme parks. I wouldn't... I wouldn't go to well i wouldn't go to a theme park anyway we have to go to legoland because the boys love it and we get free tickets um but um theme parks to me I, I would only go to the big three and even then it would be under duress thought park as well did i say thought park the big four but, but
11: those are the big ones where you have to like queue for a- ages for, for to go on things this one you don't have to queue for. A long yeah,
2: one. i would imagine because the rides aren't as impressive as the big ones that you have to queue for ages
11: or well,
2: these are all family-orientated, you know, you can go on with your kids, you know. Mm. But you can go, but, but Legoland is great, right? Because you can, you can, they've got like a nice mixture of scary rides, which I will never go on, and kiddie rides that I'm still kind of reluctant to, um, go on.
11: But then again, you don't like going on the, um... What's that thing
2: you went on across the uh, river the other day? Oh, the flipping, um, the cable car across London. That's Boris Johnson. Yeah. That's Boris Johnson for you, right? The, the, the only, the only thing Johnson has ever done, right, is he's, um, th- that bloody cable car that made me motion sick.
11: <laughs> That's it! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson. What a loser. And then he says, said, what a, a, a winker, then. And I'm glad I stopped myself. Oh, by the way, before I go, I we need to get Nigel to get a Christmas um, Lindsay
11: Lohorn
2: jingle out. Yeah. OK, we'll see what we can do. Thank you for that. Pete's on the line. Evening, Pete. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. wait if anyone else wants to call in. What have you got for us today, Pete? He said, Sli- Sli- slipping dangerously close to a Savile impression there. Blimey.
12: <laughs> that was terrifying. Yeah, he got like, close, he was it got close,
2: didn't it? Have you read? Yeah, There's a brilliant book, right? by i think it's by dan davis in plain sight and if you read this I i've heard good things though it details um savill's um life right it's flipping Or i mean it's it is horrible he there was some local town right and they wanted him to go and open something yeah and he said Oh, yes, I will go, I will go and open that for you, but you've got to provide me with some young ladies for the evening. God. Um, and you know what? They did. There's a call there, David. Don't let that call escape. And they did. They did. He, and, and so in, he went camping in a field and he had like six 17 year old, you know, dolly birds with him.
12: Oh, it's horrible. Yeah, no, that, that's that's awful. I mean, that puts the monster I'm about to talk about into context, I think. Yeah, go on. Um, cause I, uh, well, I'm talking about christmas light switch on. Yes. And in 2000, I think it was 2006 or seven. I went to the Exeter switch-on, um, which was none other than Noel Edmonds. Oh, re- really? The uh, legendary Bullshine King? The legendary Bullshine King, yeah. Fantastic. This was, this was at the height of his deal-or-no-deal no deal powers, as it was becoming really popular.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
12: Um, yeah, so he had a whole shtick going on, sort of phoning up the banker and, you know, the banker to switch the lights on and all the rest of it, it was... And what, what, I mean, did, how how many people turned out to see this? Oh, it was, it was heaving. Isn't it funny? The whole high street was full. Isn't it, isn't it funny? I it wonder I mean, why. I there's a nice kind of atmosphere, you know, it's the whole thing coming it's a bit, it's a bit of a festive evening, you know, there's usually bands or whatever, sort of brass bands or, yeah, you know, school choirs singing Christmas songs, it's, oh. but yeah, I mean, the whole thing was so overly kind of pantomime, it was, it was slightly dreadful, but.
2: Well, it, it's, um, it, 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 and did he, did he, um, was he
12: bantersome? Did he, um, create laughs? I, I think he did. As I say, the banter was kind of with the the banker on the phone. Oh, he had the um, banker on the phone. Yeah, well, supposedly, yeah. So the banker was kind of saying, "Oh, I don't want to switch the Christmas. You don't have to switch the Christmas lights and all the rest of it."
2: Well, you know, he just he just had a phone. It was just a phone that of wasn't even plugged did, in. Yeah. It was, well, magical.
12: By the way, if anybody if anybody wants to
2: pay me to turn on Christmas lights in towns. Yes, of course, I'm slagging it off, but I'll 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 totally change my tune for cash. It <laughs> goes without saying those people get paid. I mean, he would have got twenty grand for that. Yep, that's nuts, isn't it?
12: Yeah, well, I mean, I have a friend actually who does a few of those, but he he, he doesn't he, he he dresses as a Santa um, at Christmas. Yeah, he works for an agency or have you? So he ends up going on to quite a few of those with sort of people from Towie or what have you. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Thank you, Pete. That's, it's well, it, um, uh, now I'm thinking. Actually, twenty grand for turning on lights. Yeah, I'd be up for that. Tris, Joe, stay there. Let's go to Rosie first. Evening, Rosie. Hello. Hello, Rosie. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. Um Pip. hip.
13: Yeah, I I went to Wixtee in Kettering when I was really little, and um, they, we went to that park that she was talking about. Hannah was talking about
2: Wixtee Park.
13: Yeah, but yes. I mean, it, then it was like quite old fashioned. It was brilliant. They had. <sighs> Have you ever noticed when you go to a kid's park, if they've still got the old um, slides, you know, this, the old metal slides? They probably haven't any more now, but um, on each step it says Wicksteed Kettering. Yes. And I was like, oh, wonder why that is. And when we went to this park, and well, I realised that's what it was. They were all like that. And then they had these... Each one was like... I'd had loads of humps in it or or big lumps. Yeah. Like the, the slide went whoop up in there and it went all late and then really steep down or it was like really like a drop slide. And that was the best bit of it, really. It was a few fairground rides, but now it's um, a proper
2: i remember thorpe park, park. Right? Well, i remember legoland when it was windsor safari park oh safari. yeah, yeah. and uh, my sister broke her thumb there and we saw a grizzly bear that's all i remember i must have i must have <laughs> been four years old i remember my sister falling off a bench and breaking her thumb and there being a lot of blood and <laughs> a grizzly bear that's all i can remember from the day um, no, they weren't linked then no i don't well I, for a long we time i thought they were is. but they weren't linked no um and at thorpe park which i haven't been to for years and years and years but when we used to go to Thought Park, when I was like seven, six or seven, mm. it was historical. It wasn't a theme park. There weren't rides there. It was like... It was weird. It was like an historical park. And yeah. it had like um, like that. waxworks of olden days people. And here's the thing I remember from Thought Park from when I was seven years old, right? If anybody can remember this, 0844 right? We don't normally do that. Do you remember? We don't do that because it's rubbish. But do you remember, right, in Thought Park... There was this massive, when it was historical, there was this massive cube, right? In my head, it's the size of a house. It probably wasn't that big. Mm. It was a massive cube. And it was made up of smaller cubes. And each cube had a tiny, tiny window in it. And you could look through the window and see what I believe is called a tableau. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what you mean, but I don't, I don't think I've saw that. But I, and I've, li- I've only just remembered it just now. I, and I remember my dad lifting me up to look through the windows, but I remember thinking, but you, it's the same thing every time you look through the window. What? Why would anyone go to this much? I, I, I remember it being like dirty pink plastic, and it was like the same <laughs> kind of plastic that, that kids' garden toys are made out of. That's what yeah. I remember. If anyone it's else knows, 08444991000. Remember it being built? Well, Blimey, you are old, flipping heck. Yeah, I
13: am old, yeah. flipping egg. My grand's house was in Chertsey, so we had to drive past the reservoir where they first started building it, and you could see all the all wow. the kind of water park bits being built.
2: Wowzers, wowzers indeed, Ili. Do yeah. were you at Ray Davis at the weekend? No. Oh, what did I miss? You missed Ray Davis being interviewed by Mark Hamill.
13: Oh god, I heard about that as well. I bloody have to work Saturdays now. Well,
2: you should sometimes. This is the thing I learnt, right? When I was at LBC, we had um, Stephen Page and um, Tyler from the from the Bare Naked Ladies come in, right? Yeah,
13: yeah.
2: And they came in. It was one of the most fun interviews I've ever had. And they said, you want to? You, you come into the concert on Friday?" I said, "No, I can't. I'm working. I was doing a late night show, seven till ten. I think mm-hmm. I was doing them." Um, I said, "I can't. I'm working." And I regretted that. And Stephen Page has since left the Bare Naked Ladies, and I will probably never get to see mm. him perform with them, although he might become an overloader in the year. Okay. Um, and uh, the, uh, I have now made a point, I've decided that if a band I really, really, really want to see is playing, I'm taking the night off work. That's why August the 30th, I'm not mm. in work, I'm going out to Liverpool to see Mickey Dolenz playing at the Cavern. September the 9th, taking the night off work, I'm taking the boys to go and see the Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> some things are more important yeah. and um n- now that um news corps owns uh this <laughs> i might as well use up you know, holiday while i've still got holiday
13: anyway oh, rosie anything last else time, last time i saw ray davis he, he seemed a bit not that well
2: hang on a second i've got to interrupt go on then my sister is saying she broke her thumb at chessington that is rubbish, Joe. <laughs> that is absolute bulls. You broke your thumb. I remember it. You broke your thumb at Windsor Safari Park. Joe, you, the, you the, she lives in New Zealand now and the climate must have done something to her memory, right? You broke your thumb at Windsor Safari Park and I also saw a big brown grizzly bear and uh, they had very dark wooden picnic benches there. Don't give me this Chessington stuff, because I hadn't been to Chessington as a kid.
13: Oh, I used to go there all the time, but then that's, again, quite near
2: where my grandparents Unless I'm suffering from the Mandela Syndrome. Do you remember the Mandela Syndrome we discussed? No, I missed that. Sorry, oh, you have to Google it. You'll have to Google it. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Do I have a break now? I'm confused. Oh, blimey, yes. Now we are big fans of Howard Hughes on this show, um because like us, he fills his three hours with complete and utter nonsense, completely made up bullshine And I've I've said it to his not to his face. I've said it to him while we, he's been on Skype. Um, and it turns out he's wearing a towel in dressing gown, the pervert. It's a flipping brilliant listener. I cannot tell you how, how good a listener is. And if I'm awake on Sunday, I've got the kids Sunday, so I might be asleep. If I'm awake, I'm going to listen to that because I'm a big fan of the Philadelphia experiment, the film, and I read a book about it and I don't believe anyone actually traveled through time, but I'm also a fan of time travel. So we'll listen to that. I might even call in. I'm tempted to, if I'm awake when he's talking to that guy and he's taking phone calls, I'm calling in and I'm going to put him in his place. Uh, This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Uh, After 12, we'll do calls straight to air. Probably the penultimate time we do it for a while. Um, I just want to have a little break from it. We'll see. We'll we'll do it tonight and we'll probably do it on Monday um and then we'll, we'll we'll drop it for a while um but if you call now you'll speak to new producer david and he will take your name rank and serial number and we'll call you straight back guys 0844 499 1000 joe stay there uh tris is up next yes tris hip 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 hip, hip Triss,
12: how are you doing all right
2: i'm all right fella what you got for us
12: um we well, you were talking last night about um the beatles love album yeah and I've spoken to so many fans about that album. It normally gets pan. I'm just people glad hate to it. Hear another, yeah, but people I'm glad hate it. I think Beatles it's fan
2: that love I, it. I think it is absolutely stunning. I don't like it as much as I mean. The first time I heard it, it blew my mind, right? And I have not gone back to it as much as I have with uh, you know Beatles original albums. But yeah. every time I hear it, I love it. The version, flipping hell, man. the version of Octopus's Garden is incredible. Oh, that's got all the Sergeant Peppery bits. Yeah, kind of thing, it's it? It. Yeah, it's brilliant. Love it. I love it. In fact, I'm going I'm to when I'm driving down to see Love tomorrow in Southampton, I'm going to take the Beatles Love CD with me in the car, and I'm going to play that because I think it's um, it's a uh, it's a masterpiece. It's George Martin's son, isn't it? That um, oh,
12: they, they did it together. Um, it, it, That was a father and son effort.
2: That. There we go, and um, it's, it was it was weird because uh, 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 they were doing it, and they weren't. There were certain rules they had to follow. They weren't allowed to change the pitch, I think. Um, uh, but um, they, they did it, and then I think Ringo came in, and they were really worried that he was going to have a go at them. And he said, "No, I love it. P- push it further. Push it further. Do more with it." I think but it's I think a it's wonderful the sort of weirdness. The Beatles
12: would be doing in the yeah, terms,
2: you
0: know. Oh, I think why it's, not? I think, I think it's, it's a-
2: absolute genius. And I think there's something ridiculous like 120 Beatles tracks on that or something yeah. stupid. Well, you've heard... Have you heard the Hank Handy Beatles Mashup medley? No. Oh, mate. Right, hang on a minute. Listen to this. Let me find it. I've, I've, I've not got it on this computer, so I have to go to YouTube. My, uh, uh, my mate. Someone I know did this, right? Yeah. It's all, it's all Beatles songs, right? There are 58 Beatles songs in this three-and-a-half-minute, um, piece. Oh, right, oh, it is stunning. <laughs> now, are you, are you near a radio? Because you want to listen to this on the radio, not on the phone. I am, yeah, yeah. Right, put, d- put the phone down for a minute. Don't hang up, because I'll come I to know. you after. But listen to this through a radio. You ready? Yeah, go for it. Right, have, have some of this. Here we go. i just face, I can't
1: time. girl me, and I... See you had it be another day, I might have looked the other way, and I'd have never been aware But as it is, I'll dream of her tonight. To see the face, I can't forget the time, or place where we just meant she's just a girl for me, and I'll all the world see me. Had it be another day, I might have looked the other way, and I'd have never been aware But as it is, I'll dream of her tonight.
2: Come on, Tris. <laughs> oh, mate, that's off the hook. Isn't Did it? you like that? That's great. If I've just tweeted the link to the YouTube channel because um, it, it's got it. it- as it's playing it lists all the songs that are playing at the same time so it will say you know bass from sergeant pepper percussion from um everybody's got something to hide vocals from ps i love you it's flipping I honestly how long did that take him it, it took him absolutely <laughs> it took him no, ages was- it's genius i think it's a work it's a work of art that it's absolutely genius
12: yeah i think that's brilliant i Trist- like that a lot I wonder what you, uh, thought of, uh, other sort of post-2000 Beatles
2: projects. i like let it be naked and stuff like that. i let it be naked. I, um, I listened to it once. I hate it. Yeah, I did, it did. I mean, let it be is not one of my favourite Beatles albums by a long stretch, right? It's, it's kind of no. low down the list for me. Um, but, um, I listened to it once. My mum bought it and I listened to it once. And do you know what? I've not heard it since it came out, I don't think. I'm also not a massive fan of the Beatles at the BBC albums.
12: Do you know, I've got, I mean, I'm a completist, I've got them, but I've, pr- I've probably not even finished the first I'll,
2: one. I've got the, like, the nine-disc bootleg compilation of all of the Beatles at the BBC stuff that they did. Oh, right? hello. Um and it's it's they kind didn't of didn't really do much sort of post sixty four, did they? No, no. So it's, it's all the same stuff. Pop goes the Beatles is a good song, with a theme tune to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But the rest of it, it's just you know, I, sh- I, 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 I. I tell you what, I bought. I tell you what, I bought on Amazon, right? Because I was I was walking the dog and I was listening to my Beatles um, albums on my headphones, and yeah. of course I bought I bought the box set. I bought the wrong box set. I bought the crappy stereo box set because uh, yeah. I thought they'd have so- they'd have sorted all that out, and it was just sounding awful in my head. So I bought on Amazon for sixty quid. You can't get it for that now, but 60 quid I bought the mono box set. Now that- 60 quid? 60 quid for the mono box set, right? It was like, it was, it was 58 quid. I remember seeing it oh, going. Oh, and the next one was like 120 quid. And I bought it. It is packaged beautifully. It's much yeah, it's better definitely. packaging than the stereo one. Well, it's the smaller condensed box, isn't it? It's really yeah. nice. Yeah, it's beautiful. Anyway. Yeah. Triss, I've got to go. i late for an hour. Always happy to uh, geek out on the Beatles. Joe, stay there. You're up next. <laughs> Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you've been watching on tw- on p- 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 per- Periscope, um, it's been pony tonight. I've just changed onto a different Wi-Fi thing, so it should be a little bit better. What's peri- Periscope, I hear you say? Well, it's a way you can watch the radio show. Not a lot happens, but sometimes I come and talk um, to the people during the break, and I will do it at midnight. I'll come and talk to the Periscopers. Uh, I, I s- film it on my telephone. You can watch it as it happens. Um, if you go to periscope.tv slash Ian Lee, I-A-I-A, I- n l e um it pops up uh, now is an excellent time as well to remind you we do a daily uh, podcast um we do a daily podcast um, which goes out after the show um and you can get it on itunes or you can get it as your usual podcast providers yes joe good evening good evening joe what you got for us boss
5: Um, I heard you talk a lot earlier about um, fake switches when you get, um, you on Christmas lights, things like that. And I think the ultimate fake switch, the one that we see every Saturday night, is the one on the National Lottery draw. It's been going on for years and years, and it's something that a lot of people just don't notice.
6: Is that, hang
2: on, is that actually fake?
5: Oh yeah, of course it is. The celebrity that presses the button doesn't do anything. If you actually look in the background, you see the draw master with his white glove... He presses the button to release the balls. No balls. He does. Well first of all presses the button to start the draw.
2: First of all, I've not seen the lottery for years, not since I auditioned to be the host of the midweek lottery, and they said get this right, they get this. They said I was too subversive. (laughs) Well, all I did was stand in a studio in Buckinghamshire, wearing a suit, reading the auto cue. I did, admittedly, admittedly... (laughs) All right. uh, So, I was reading the autocue. So, basically, you you say what you're told to say. And then they had the voice of the balls, and um, he said, William, what would you do if you won this week's lottery of £36 million? And I said, I would buy an island where I'd go and roam about it naked and hunt wild animals with my teeth. Now
5: that's not subversive is it is it well no because if you're on an island you're going to need to hunt animals yeah. and um, you might as well take clothes off because it's gonna be quite warm it's so I gonna think be hot
2: it it's, go- yeah. it's gonna be hot and they said yeah. that was too subversive and i lost that job that would have um would have would have paid for everything very very nicely
5: thank you very much indeed so i've not yeah. watched that so that's a fake switch is it yeah, it's fake. Switch. It's just got some fancy lighting to make it look real, but it's not real. We can link you can all this together. You can look in the background. We
2: can link all this yeah. together. Who, who was the first host of the lottery?
5: First host lottery? No, Edmonds. It was Edmonds, wasn't it?
2: And it was an yeah. hour-long show um, where, where there were loads of games in it. Yeah, and, and I thought the game was like the 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 the, the first the, whatever the answer was for the first game would be the first ball, but it wasn't. It was all basically the whole hour was just deciding who would get to press the button. I think.
5: <laughs> yeah, it was something. It was something strange. Like they made a big deal about. it. I mean, obviously now it's something that we all take for granted. But back then it was obviously brand new. Back to back in the days where game shows were still giving away a thousand pounds. Where was I'm going to say
2: 1995? The first one i'm gonna guess 1993 it couldn't have been 93 well it could be 94 it could be 94 because i remember i oh, we were it was in my third year at college what was that
5: yeah who was that i
2: think it was my tablet oh blimey oh, dear. Uh, I, I was in my third year at college and we all we all bought tickets and we all stayed in to watch <laughs> no <Noel> lemons <laughs> doing the flipping national lottery and we were all gutted because, of course, we didn't win anything, and we all thought, "Oh well, we're going to get a couple of hundred quid or at least a tenner." And nobody I knew won anything. And then we, it dawned on us um, that the yeah. uh, it was stacked completely against us.
5: Yeah, when you when you read the odds, they're a bit saddening, really. Yeah. Do you, do you, you still do things.
2: the uh, the um, what I like to call the idiots tax?
5: <clears throat> I, well, I, I do sometimes. To be honest, just. Just for the sake of getting rid of the change in the pocket. I mean, these days, what you know, what, what can you do with two pounds? Well,
2: it costs two pounds, does it? Yeah, it's double the price it used to be. Flipping heck! And it's less the chance to win, isn't it? Because they they fixed the odds. They added an extra ball, or took out, or changed the way you win, or something, didn't they?
5: Yeah, I think with the Euro Millions draw, you've actually got more chance of the world ending tomorrow than winning the actual draw. I've <laughs> been sort of talking about. <laughs>
2: Well, it, the, the end of the world is very, very nigh, it would appear. The whole world's gone insane. Mm,
5: and the problem is, on the best of the world if it pays out, what are you going to do what with the money? What are you
2: going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? Uh, Joe, thank you very much. Someone's told me on Twitter, uh, at Ian Lee, that the, um, the guest that Howard Hughes has got on his show tomorrow about time travel is dead. That it's a pre-recorded interview. Well, I'll just go back in time and phone him up then, shall I? Rob's on the line. Good evening, Rob. I've got a gold
7: edition Beatles album. Ooh! I've got the mono album bloody X Come on, I'm not in record collector magazine radio. How are you? Bit jealousy, Rob? No cause I don't like the Beatles. Never have done.
2: Oh, like you're just saying that to be controversial. Only you No, know, I've always preferred the Monkeys. On, I've never liked the Beatles. Only asses don't like the Beatles. Well,
7: there you go.
2: You're an ass.
7: Me and you are together No, man. I like the Beatles. Yeah, you said that. I do say cuz everyone likes the How can you honestly if you
2: if you don't like the Beatles, you have no soul. Back I'll to asses again. Yeah. Okay, Right.
7: fair enough. I'll take that. What you got for us, Rob? Been a long time since we spoke, which was a good thing. Been on holiday. Oh! I went to Dublin on Pride Day. That was adventurous. There we go, you see. Well, fantastic. I saw a man dressed as a woman. He said hello
2: to me. Happy Pride Day. That was lovely. There yeah, we go, you see. Isn't it? Isn't it wonderful? And, um, if the, uh, uh it's interesting to know, I have been. W- have you heard any of the, um, Tory, the, you know, the Tory people that want to become the Prime Minister? I have. Have you heard all of their speeches?
7: I have. Flipping it, they're boring, aren't they? I was. I did like Theresa May had, like, she didn't have the top button undone, did she? I yep. thought she would have gone for a bit of, like, yeah. older man, yeah. you know. No, she didn't. But but Gove did.
2: Gove did. Yeah, Gove, Gove was showing a bit of nip. But they all do, right? They They all do this thing where they go, and I believe what the country needs is someone who has a background in caring for people and, well, I was born to Margaret and Steve Gove, and was yep. adopted at the age of three months. And here here, mum, mum didn't have much money. she here, could here. only afford to send one of me, one of her children to a private school. And it goes on and on. And they do all these really boring speeches about what how hard they their life. Stephen Crab, Stephen Crab. Um, i didn't see my uh well i believe that the leader of um the the country and the next prime minister should have uh should have struggled in life and um well it reminds me that we didn't see much of dad and mum was a single mother and we grew up on a council estate and i went to a comprehensive school well i don't want you as prime minister then you divvy you thick divvy that doesn't know know what a normal relationship is get out of it
7: I know inner-city London, I used to watch Desmond's on Channel 4.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And its sequel, Pork Pies Millions. Which weren't as good. Which which weren't as good, But, but the character, if I remember correctly, the actor that played Desmond died suddenly, and that's why... But they still wanted to retain the essence of blackness on Channel 4. So hastily, the writers cobbled together... A weak plot where Pork Pie, who was a regular down-and-out in Desmond's, won the lottery.
7: And And became a lollipop man. Became a lollipop man. And that (laughs) was the premise for Pork Pie's Millions, which is the only contact I've ever had with black people,
2: was seeing a trailer for Pork Pie's Millions when (laughs) someone went to a friend's house and their parents allowed them to watch Channel 4.
7: (laughs) I believe I have a Lamar CD somewhere.
2: Although, if I'm honest, I I do think that Ainsley should have won that series of Fame Academy. Uh, they were both pipped at the post, of course, by a good friend of mine, David Sneddon.
7: <laughs> now! <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> if one of them brings back Desmonds, I'll vote for it. Oh, yeah! Bring
2: back Desmonds! Bring it back! Cos the thing is, right, you don't need the actor to do it, you can do it with a computer now! CGI Desmonds! You don't need any of them! they <laughs> have oh. got to pay them! Just get CGI
7: Desmonds! Or do, like, a reboot with Richard Blackwood. There we go, you see! Is he still in EastEnders? I don't know. No, he's on a show, innit, where you can... You know that show where celebrities, you can date them? I saw it the other day in the newspaper, <laughs> it's like, first dates with Richard Blackwood. Now there is an opportunity for a young lady. <laughs>
2: I've, met, well, I've, met, I've met Richard, he's a very nice gentleman.
7: Did he sing one, two, three, get with the wicked for you?
2: He didn't sing it, he didn't sing it. He did, unfortunately, um, he didn't, no.
7: Yeah.
2: Um, Stephen Crabb is another one. He um, looks like he can't make his mind up whether he wants to grow a beard or not. He doesn't like gays. Mm. he doesn't like gays he's upset that there's um that gays can get married now he voted against that that's wrong yes and um um he's also I've, i i must read up on him because loads of people keep keep sending me links i don't click on links but loads of people keep sending me links telling me that he's a bit of an arse um it, the fact that there's a link saying this man is an arse is enough for me
7: <laughs> well i see that about you a lot online oh. so have you bought my cd yet rob I bought your Shindigri DVD and that never came. So, okay. I'll be honest, I've not got much hope. Did it not no, come? It never came. Did it not? I, I even put work to that. Did it not come? Uh, did you pay for it? Yes. Oh,
2: well, then send me your address and I'll send you a CD.
7: Okay, I'll send you my address. Just a quick one. Yes. You know, like, the world world is broken. Yes. On two things from Monday... It's Independence Day, so someone needs to call in and do the speech, because it's the greatest speech from a film ever.
2: Well, hang on, the speech from Independence Day?
7: Yeah, you know where okay. he's like, in less than an hour aircraft, blah, blah, blah.
2: I might. Do you know what I'm going to go and do tomorrow? What? I'm going to go and see the new Independence Day film. Don't.
7: Uh, Don't. But, what, why? Watch first, honestly, it's not It's not great. Okay. Goldblum's awesome.
2: Yeah, Gold, Goldblum is, is probably the greatest actor in the world.
7: Agreed. Yep. Uh, there's that, and from next week, obviously the EU's now broken up. Yes. So from next week, I'll be teaching us all French, because when we go there, they might not want to speak English anymore. Yeah,
2: that's the thing.
7: They, um,
2: this is the thing. You, All you racists that voted yeah. us out. You know, You know when you go to France, right, and you go, how much is the bread... Um, they and they answer and they do it. They won't do that now. They'll just stand there looking at you, going, "Oh no, 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 no yeah. Yeah. I and do this." Yeah, and you know. can't turn your
7: phone on because uh, the roaming charges
2: are going to the, the roof. going to go zooming right through the roof. So you want to you want to post pictures on Facebook and Instagram of your your trip to uh, to France? um the, the, Then then you, it's going to cost you an absolute fortune, and it's your fault for being a racist.
7: There you go, Rob. Nice. So next week. I'll be teaching you French on the show. I'll thank be back. For, thank you very much, Rob.
2: I look forward to that. Uh Dan's on the line. Yes, Dan. Good day. Good day, Dan.
5: No, it's not it's not Dan, it's Rupert. Oh good oh hello, boss. Yeah, just been reviewing your contract.
2: Yes! Watertight, <laughs> two year contract.
5: Well, we, everything's watertight, but you know, let's try and see if we can find some leaks in there. Oh. Okay, first things first. How do you think uh you would deal with a situation where you had to apologise on air for something you may not agree with.
2: Um, I would do it through gritted teeth, but I would do it, sir. Are
5: you quite sure about that? Yes, sir. I did
2: it at the other place, and they still sacked me.
5: I'm not sure you should. I mean, you should possibly wait six or seven years before you do this kind of thing. OK. OK. Ian? Yes, sir? Is it nearly time for the news? Yeah, we, it's in 20 seconds, sir. Right, I've got something to tell you, Ian. Yes? I'm not Ruben Murdoch. <laughs> <laughs> Cut him off.
1: Talk radio.
2: Last hour of the show. Penultimate straight to air for a while. It may only last a week. I'm, I'm, I'm. Pl- in my head, it's going to last for the all of the all of the whole of July. But we shall see. Um, don't call just yet. I will tell you when to call. Okay. I'm in Lee. This is Talk Radio. Uh, and if you stay tuned, then you're about to hear the news.
1: Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
2: We have ways of making you
0: talk.
1: Open my eyes And see you look back at me So much information smoking I get so high Just thinking of you feel just like a schoolboy forgetting my own name how much do you think the person that you are Live my life, never looking back. But they just myths, they tell you to take you to your right old age. But I've been alone in a house so hollow. I never thought I'd meet you, you're perfect, imperfect. So how much do you think the person that you are? How much do you think it's terrifying?
2: exciting news just as we're playing the monkeys song guess what email i get yeah that's right it's from rhino saying my monkeys box set is being sent from the united states all, all the episodes remastered on blu-ray with bonus features and outtakes from head boom have some of that um and don't tell my wife i've spent another 250 dollars on more monkeys rubbish and i have pay a huge import fee um calls go straight to airline one you're on the wireless
10: they tried to make me go to catering but i said
2: Okay. And that's kind of how it works. 0844 499 1000, seven pence a minute plus access, charge a bit more from mobiles. Uh, you call up and, um, you, um, you do whatever you want. You can carry on the conversation that we've had so far, although I'd be, I'd be hard pushed to remind you about it. Um, or you can phone up and make silly noises or play a bit of music or do whatever you want. Honestly, I don't care. Uh, we had some fella last night phoning up, um, with with an argument that he didn't understand and i was re- i wasn't being obtuse or a pendant i was really trying to help him but he didn't want help i was really trying to uh, uh, help him just focus his argument he phoned up and said that he hated um uh, the poppy appeal when he didn't he hated the fact that the government didn't do enough for war veterans so that the poppy p- appeal had to exist and we put it on SoundCloud, and we spent about 15 minutes going around in circles. Oh, I hate the poppy appeal. No, you don't. So you can phone up and do that if you want. Oh, eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I have enjoyed listening to all of the, um, um, the winkers that want to become the next Prime Minister. And they are really... They're all drones. Michael Gove. He looks like... Um, um oh he looks like the dad from honey i shrunk the kids and rick moranis that's who he looks like it's just Rick. do you really want rick moranis who is a wonderful comic actor but do you want him as the prime minister i may not have personality no you haven't and we all think that you know yes it's great that you stabbed boris in the back But you stab your mates in the back, right? So it was funny to see Boris being stabbed in the back. It was hilarious, actually. So well done, Michael. Thank you for that. But you stab your mates in the back. (laughs) So you're you're a horrible, horrible man. Just like Theresa May is a horrible, horrible man. These people are awful. And all of their speeches, it's like they've gone to the same... You know you can get and this is a weird thing, right? You can get these. Prof- oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, you can get these professional services that will write a best man speech for you. So if you're a best man at a wedding, you you, you know you, you, you can't write a speech. Well, you shouldn't really be best man at a wedding. But you can go to this like a company and they'll ask for a few facts about the the bride and the groom and couple, and they'll write a speech for you and they'll put. But they all follow a format. And all of the speeches in the past couple of days from people wanting to become the next Tory leader and Prime Minister, they all follow the same format. These are tough times. I have plans for the future. We can be a great country. Uh, my dad abused me when I was a kid, and um, I grew up in poverty, and I've struggled, but now I've worked really hard, and I think I'm the right person. And then the cup. Co- Gove was doing jokes in his! He made a joke about... um I think he did two jokes. I think one was about David Brent. Oh, Lena, are you still listening? What was the other joke? Because you texted it to me. What was the other joke... That michael gove um did it was oh I can't remember oh eight four 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 nine nine one oh that was it in a world when computer says no, i'm going to be saying yes, What? it was something like that He's, he was quoting little Britain right well i've only ever seen one I've never seen little Britain I've only seen little bits of it um but that was about ten years ago right he thinks he's got his finger on the pulse of comedy he's got his finger on the pulse of that oh wait four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number this is the hour where um i just kind of sit here and i'll look through the papers and i'll chat to myself and um you enjoying yourself david you having fun you having fun okay david is the new producer and uh, emma is the new uh, uh id um they've been murdoch's and 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 um good is all i can say um pop uh so for this hour of the show i am quite happy to sit here and i'll look through the papers and i'll talk about stuff and you're welcome dear listener to phone in at any moment you want um you dial 0844 499 1000 uh i'll see you on the screen and i'll i'll, I'll, I'll um click the the screen and um put you through uh, th- th- this is probably the penultimate straight to where we're going to do for quite a while. So, fill your boots, guys. Really, fill your boots. Um, and the less calls we get, the the more I will realise that I have done the right thing by, um... by, uh, getting rid of... Oh! Oh, flipping it! Oh, hang on a second, there's a call. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello,
0: hip-hip-hip. Hip-hip-hip. Um, tomorrow, Ian, I'm going to... Um, Deal with my children as if I was a politician. Yeah. So I'm going to make sure that I say, "Let me be absolutely clear." Yeah. Before I answer any questions. Yeah, you should. And do. I'll just avoid answering questions. Yeah, just that's. See what it's like.
2: Uh, that that is a brilliant technique. Um, and but do but incorporate their names into the to it as well. Say, so, well, that's an
1: interesting yeah. and then just question them. Kind of re- yeah, rehash
2: what I'm saying, but yeah. just in a different way.
1: Yeah.
0: Let me be clear. When I said there was to be no Lego what i mean is we're looking for change in
2: the building block area something
7: like that
2: yeah perfect and it's the thing and it's the thing that is the thing that got me in trouble a lot at the bbc when i was there is i couldn't i just couldn't stand i mean we, we spoke to a few mps then we spoke to one mp um whose name escapes me steve baker was that his name tory mp he wasn't a nice bloke um and he was the MP for an area where this school for children with learning difficulties, severely disabled kids, actually, was being closed down. Yeah. And I said to him, um, have you spoken to any of the parents? And he, it, basically, he knew this school was going to close down before any of the parents, right? And he- oh, do
0: you know what? It, I, I've got a feeling I, I, remember, I remember this. It might be might Ed Miliband, where he basically said the same thing over yeah. and over again, uh, over again, but in a different way. We must get, get round yeah. the table, yeah. sort this out.
2: And I, I won't. Watch, and they think yeah. they thought because it was a local radio show, right? They'll be able to, you know, just, just steamroll over the person because it's the BBC and then the local radio show. I was having none of it. I, we had a we had a proper argument, and he complained. He made an official yeah. complaint about it. Good, yeah, exactly. Good. It wasn't upheld. And it's not
0: about politics, but it should be held accountable. And I think that they don't kind of... Everybody with a whole sort of brain cell knows what they're doing yeah. when they kind of don't ask the question. Go, uh, here's the a a thing, here's a saying, p- you know, did th- you want, did you not, And it's like, you know, really?
2: Councillors and, and MPs, right, they have media training. They get an afternoon of media yeah. training where they're told... If anyone... The thing that would make me shudder, right, is if you had... Um, Supposing, like um, um, a, 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 a library had closed down or something, right? So it's bad yeah. news, right? And you get the councillor would come and go. Right, we got um, we got Julie, the, the councillor from the area. Julia, uh, Julie, Julie, w- 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 this is outrageous. This library is closed down. It's going to affect loads of children. Well, Ian, first of all, can I say thank you so much for allowing me to come on your show today to talk about this very serious issue. We here at the council um are working um to make sure that all of and let the me children be clear and they go want I to do that you, and I'd say let me be
0: clear when yeah. I say to Ian that this is not something that we want you to do yeah. let me be absolutely clear in saying that lessons
2: will be learnt. Lessons will be learnt. Lessons will be learnt. And you, but you knew if they were going to, If the first thing they said was they ignored the question and the first may I say thank you very much for allowing me to come on and talk about it. She knew that they'd been to media training yeah. and you were going to have to really fight to get a straight answer out of them.
0: Yeah, and that, do you know what? That's the only thing. I'm not really talking about politics. I'm talking about um, the way that the uh, speech is manipulated. But when um, Farage said, oh yeah, we shouldn't have put that on the side of the bus, no, that, that was wrong. And least, do you know what I mean? It was like, it's a bit bittersweet because... He's coming out with a straight answer. That could be kind of admitting a lie. But you know, you think well, is it good that he just admitted a lie? Or is he just so in the first place? Yeah. Oh, and um sorry, tangent. Um, I've sent you a picture of you as Bruce Lee on your Oh, picture.
2: was that you that did that? <laughs> yeah. I you're like Stephen Hawking Stalkings. <laughs> That's what you are, you fruitcake. That was brilliant. Thank you very much. Very kind. Line two, you're on the wireless. <laughs> oh good blimey, someone's um uh, on death's uh, death's
4: door. Oh, sorry, it's at my throat, I apologise. What is going on, man? Uh, oh, I've, I've just finished a game of poker, and I'm on my way home. Were you smoking? Uh, I I am, yes, yeah, indeed. There we
2: go, you said. Well, you, it sounds like you've you, your vocal cords have been torn to shreds, but that's never mind. What have you got for us?
4: Um, well, no, it, it was mainly uh, a case of, uh, I, I know you're a, a big fan of certain musical types, and... Uh, yeah. In many ways often music that uh kind of waves a, a flag at uh music types.
2: <laughs> hang on um, wait. You, in, hang uh, a minute. Music that waves a type waves a flag at music types. <laughs> well you what were um, you what were you
4: smoking? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> oh I apologise. There goes the there um, goes the lung, yes. <laughs> The guitar, that's a guitar. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't know, I, I know you like certain music that is uh, kind of... Out there, man. ...on the concepts of music, etc. Um, and there's the, a the, the gentleman I, I, I was uh, a, a friend of years ago, uh, of the name of Richard Dawson. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's uh, quite, uh, I think he's uh, kind of, I don't know, uh, alternative folk uh, folk Darling. Of okay, yes. This year. Yes. Or oh, whatever you call it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he he works on, uh, like, detuned instruments. And,
2: oh, one uh, of them. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: And uh, he's played uh, folk festivals. He's been on uh, Mark and Lords I know they're, they're separate entities these days, but yeah. uh, he's been on, on their respective shows. Uh, yeah, I, I just thought you would... Uh, to get
2: the most, I will. Ch- I will check it out. Thank you very much, indeed. <laughs> someone's someone's had a good night. Can't argue with that, can you? Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Okay. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Yes, line one. Hi, Ian. It's uh, Nelson from the North. Alt. Hey, Nelson man. How you doing?
1: <laughs> Every single time it gets me.
2: So, um Oasis are in the newspapers um they're arguing but what's more exciting i think is that liam gallagher's been arguing with mike parry have you seen that (laughs) i've just asked if if anyone on twitter can can retweet the argument between liam gallagher and mike parry both gentlemen it has to be said have been nothing but delightful to me when i met them i was stood when i had to to induce bdi on stage at the royal Albert hall I was doing it because I got to introduce the Who on stage. I've mentioned this many, many times. Because it's one of my proudest moments. And I was stood in a corner and I was just looking at my phone, pretending to be busy. Because uh, I could see Liam Gallagher over in the corner. And he walked up to me. And... Um... <laughs> there's, there's more! T- i have I've not seen the last few. And Liam Gallagher walked up to me and introduced himself. We went, all right, my, my, my name's Liam. I was like, all right. I can't read all of this because it's quite swear. I hadn't seen the last two pe- pieces of this. So Liam Gallagher tweeted, listen up, no oasis, no oasis, reunion. Our kids not into our kids not into it. I am. He's too busy being beige new sounds on their way. Stay cool and most of all relevant. Well, Mike Parry, who I think is absolutely brilliant. I'm a big fan of the two mics. So I get all my sports knowledge from is listen to that. The only sports show I listen to tweeted, you can hardly blame him, Liam. Liam, he's a Lennon-McCartney class musician and you're an average singer with attitude. Liam then replies, and I will change. If I say crumb, that's the C word. And if I say flip, that's the F word, okay? You reckon you soppy crumb. He's average and you know it. You stay turned big ears. Be prepared to be dazzled as you were knob jockey. Mike Parry replies, Can you tell us millions of Oasis fans just one great song you've ever written? No, you can't. I could do your job. And there's something. Okay. Liam Gallagher then says, Don't look back in anger, you word that's probably a bit too offensive, looking crumb. There's one. Um, Sit down and. Um, poo the flip up, Papa Smurf. You're just a Kenny Rogers. <laughs> You're just an sh1t Kenny Rogers. It is
1: absolutely.
2: <laughs> I'm going to Retreat that last one. Um, dearie me, that's fun. That's really, really good. Um, that's very funny. Thank you for that. is the telephone number if you want to uh give us a call straight to air you're more than welcome to um you you don't have to if you don't want to i'll just sit here and we'll have a little look in the papers now ah yes here's a story dear listener here's a story i've been meaning this is what i mean the the whole show was meant to be um was meant to be based on this i've turned the lights off now so i can't see what the writing. oh here we go an inventor, like a proper, your actual proper bona fide inventor, except you don't invent stuff that would be useful. He's one of those inventors, um, that just invents rubbish. And instead of inventing. Oh, no, I've, I've started that thinking I could, hoping that I could think of an invention that would actually be useful. 08444991000. Oh, four, instead of inventing a time machine, he's invented, um, um, something that looks a bit Heath Robinson. Inventor Peter Brown uh, Has come up with a Wallace and Gromit style contraption That takes all the hard work out of making breakfast Bre- Making breakfast isn't hard work It's a piece of cake Oh wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand It served boiled eggs and toast Tea or coffee And even hands over the morning newspaper all at the push of a button and this old boy that's built this right there's a picture of him he looks exactly as you'd imagine him to look just like an old boy with some loose fitting jeans on and he's made this thing and it's just i mean it's kind of it well it's a monstrosity but it's beautiful in its monstrousness. Oh wait 444991000. Four, Retired airline pilot Peter 69 spent about <sighs> spent about 1000 hours building his Sunday morning breakfast machine with friend Marvin Huggett 1000 hours. He's 69. He wouldn't have spent 1,000 hours making breakfast for the rest of his life. Probably about 20 hours. It was hard work for three months, but it was worth it, he said. It really does make a perfect breakfast. The eggs are timed for four and a half minutes, and it makes perfectly browned toast. And it's just, um, wires and metal. Meccano, it looks like. I mean, flippin' heck. The five-foot-long machine is made from welded steel and aluminium with 13 motors and gears controlled by eight microprocessors. A crane picks up an egg and drops it into boiling water. What? Huh? While infrared elements sweep over the bread, dropping it down a ramp to the table. Peter of Lindfield, West Sussex, hopes the machine can go on display at a museum. What kind? What kind of museum? I mean, like, fair play to the bloke; is brilliant. But what kind of museum? Yes, line one. You're on the wireless.
4: Hip hip hip
2: hip hip hip.
4: Yes, I've collected myself slightly more, um, I'm, I'm, I'm all, I'm, I'm much better now. Um, but, by conduit of calling yourselves earlier, I have missed my last metro this <laughs> public... Hang on
2: a minute! Home. You
4: can't b- blame
2: me for you missing the last train home!
4: No, but it makes me
2: feel slightly better... Well, you called name. me a conduit! I don't know if we're allowed to say that on the radio! <laughs> You conduit, <laughs> you massive conduit. That's what Liam Gallagher
4: was calling my parry. Well, uh, is he that fellow who's um, got that, uh, oh yeah, that's Gresham, but...
2: Yeah, no, he's the lead singer from Oasis. So how are you going to get home, then?
4: Um, I'm just going to do a slow, purposeful walk.
2: When I, I... I haven't had a drink for years, right, but when I used to drink, when I was young, when I was about 15, 16, 17, 18, right, and I, we, we lived... Like miles away from anyone else, so it was always me that would have to go into the t- into town to see my friends. They would never come to where
4: I was, and it was it was a. You right? Oh yeah, very well. sorry. I've got you on the uh, the old earphones, so oh, b- there's a bit of coastal wind.
2: Yes. Uh, as I walk. I'll batter you in a minute. Uh, and the last bus home was about ten o'clock at night. So we, I, you know, we'd finish booze in about well, about half eleven midnight. And um, so what I would do, it was about a two and a half hour walk home. So to speed it up and so that I wouldn't get in trouble, I would run bits of it. So I'd run for like about three minutes until I felt I was going to be sick. Then I'd walk for 20 minutes and then I'd run for another two minutes. I must have shaved off about 16 minutes of a two and a half hour walk, and then sometimes I'd stop and have a little rest. You know, you just, you just, like, sit on the floor and have a little rest.
4: Well, Ian, I'm with you 100%. Uh, the, the one addition I often do is if I really need a wee, yes. I won't have a wee at my starting point. And the knowledge of the fact that I will need a wee where, w- once I get to where I'm going to, so I would use that uh, speed... My, my, uh,
2: walking. You, you literally are making no <laughs> sense. S- <laughs> you literally no sense whatsoever, but I'm enjoying your call. Thank you very much. Safe journey home. Give us an update in a bit. Yes, line two.
6: Hello, Mr. Lee.
2: Hello. Hello,
6: this
4: line two. Mr. This Mr. Chang I trade in a Mongolia with Comfort Elliot. He's not happy with you, Mr. Lee. Uh oh. He said, yo, Lister, nothing, he real, he real, man, Mr. Lee. He tell me, listen, Julie Hartley Brewer, OK, not happy with you.
2: Thank you very much indeed. It was only slightly racist. I wonder, 0844-499-1000, uh, uh, straight to air, um, probably the penultimate one we're going to do for a while, so I would uh, come and get it while it's hot, guys, come and get it. Um, while well, you still can so this guy peter brown wants this machine to go in a museum but i don't know what museum it will go surely museums hey here's the thing when we go to the science museum we go to the science museum a lot right because it's, it's brilliant right it's absolutely brilliant apart from the last time I went there, and I had an argument with this woman, this really rude woman, who told my children off for having too many goes on a thing. They'd only had, they were on their third go. Everybody, uh, we'd waited for about 30 minutes for them to have three goes on a thing, and she had told my children off, don't speak to my children like that, I said. Then I made the mistake, she was an absolute arse, right, and I was so angry with her, speaking to my boys like that, and she was being so rude, that I got my phone out and started filming her, And then she, of course, she didn't recognize me, but then she got her phone out and started filming me. And I'm thinking, Oh no, if this goes like viral, everyone's going to know it's me and I'm going to be, I'm going to be the bad guy. Because here's the thing. If, 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 If you're a man and a woman arguing, right? If you just join that scenario halfway through, most people would tend to think that the man was the bad guy and the woman was the good guy most people would um and i was i was definitely in the right on that one definitely and i've had trust me i've had arguments where i've uh i've been hideously hideously in the wrong um but um but boy oh boy oh boy then i was in the right anyway we stormed off and my children burst into tears um but at the science museum They've got loads of things that I used to have as a kid in the museum. Like, they've got a BBC computer, they've got a Spectrum, they've got uh, cassette players. Cassette players! I bought the boys, they're six and four, right? And I bought them, um, it's coming this weekend, hopefully. Um, I bought them each a, a CD player for their bedroom. Just like a little portable CD player. Now, most of the CD players had a radio on and that was it. No, 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 So I bought a CD player with a radio and with cassette on it. And they said, Daddy, what's a cassette? I said, well, I've got big boxes of them in in the uh, spare room, and you can borrow them whenever you want. And they've got music on. And they're like, wow, it's a new way to listen to music. In fact, when the hell are those things coming? I should have a little, uh, a little look. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number if you, uh, you want to give us a call. Um... He hopes that this can go his museum uh, can go on display at a museum because he's running out of room to store his inventions. Oh, he's one of them. He's one of them. He makes loads of things. I've got 3 or 4 other contraptions in my garage and a couple outside, he said you do kind of um you do kind of wonder don't you oh the cd players are coming tomorrow that'd be good you do kind of wonder what other inventions he's got has he got like an automatic masturbator just like a hand on a glove and you just lie there and it unzips the fly and i don't know i just don't know you can't tell can you now here's the thing we t- the whole show yesterday was supposed to be based on this and we, we we hardly got round to uh to mentioning it oh wait four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number but coronation street is going to be six episodes a week six episodes a week i um stopped watching when it was three turns out it's five episodes a week already at the moment kevin ligo the new head of channel four isn't it funny uh, the itv the, 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 all these heads of itv the last one peter finch and both of them have been bosses of mine Wouldn't give me a look in now. Wouldn't give me a look in now. And rightfully so. 0844-499-1000 Coronation Street's cast and crew are in uproar over plans to air six shows a week. An insider said, you know know when they say insider, they mean, we made this up. An insider said they are too short-staffed and will be, quotes, worked to the bone to fill another 30-minute episode every week. Why are they doing that six nights a week? That's nuts, isn't it? Who's going to watch? Are you going to watch that? Are you going to watch every single one? Yesterday, we revealed how the show would go to six a week from autumn 2017. But star-fierce storylines will be dragged out... And standards on the world's longest-running soap will slip. Steve McDonald's not going to be happy. He's never happy anyway, but he is. I think it's fair to say oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I think it's fair to say that Steve McDonald is probably Britain's Britain's greatest actor. When you think he's good, he is good though. He does the comedy when he was um, married to that woman. That, uh, was he with Saran Jones? God, it's so long since I've seen it. He was with Saran Jones, and they were funny, weren't they? He's had the tragedy and the drama. He's got it all. Yes, line one. Yes, why don't you join me Radio 4's Jimmy Nocote on the Late
0: Bank Show. If I ask the British public the question, why did you vote, vote the way you voted the vote? I've been following 24-year-old student Hannah all day, and I'm going to ask her a few questions as she undresses in her bedroom. Excuse me, love, why don't you turn around and show me your campaign trail? Oh, good Lord, he's a big fellow. Where is he hiding? Oh, no, no, don't get up. So uh, we'll just draw a line out of that conversation. No, no, please, you don't have to do that. Uh, we'll be reporting in an hour's time from Ipswich A&E about the current state of the NHS. Please, stop, you don't have to do this. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, Corrie, thank you for that, by the way. 844 They don't all have to be performances like that, the calls that you're making. You can just find up and have a chat. A Corrie source said they believe many more casts will need to be hired to cope. I, I could be in Coronation Street, I think. I think I could, think I'm not, anyone who saw the sitcom I was in, The Persuasionist will know I'm not the best actor in the world, but I could do Coronation Street. I could certainly do The Archers. I'd love to be in The Archers. I used to work at the studios where they did The Archers. I was doing a radio show. They got shafted there as well and um i was got very excited once because i I was walking down the corridor i could hear from around the corner booming one of the voices of the archers as they were on the phone to um i don't know the dealer probably um but i would love to be in the archers and they always have um uh you know sort of rubbish guests i could be a guest star but i'd like to do it properly i'd like to go in there as as an actor and um um pip pip could, could fall in love with me that's what would happen pip would fall in love with me um uh, as an older i would be a, i would be a lecturer at pips college and she would fall in love with me and i but i am principled and i would say no this can't happen it's inappropriate but it would happen because um the physical chemistry and magnetism and love would justify all the bounds of uh, social convention. So, yes. Um, if they don't get more people in, the existing cast are going to be worked to the bone to fill the extra half an hour. It's the same for the crew. They fear going to an extra episode will bore fans. The thing is, though, it won't bore you. You, you lot... I'll lap it up, won't you? You'll lap up another episode of Coronation Street You'll be you'll be over the moon with it. You'll say that you're not, but once it starts you'll lap it up, you lot. Oh eight four, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um six episodes a week, fifty two weeks a year. Yeah, we know how many weeks there are in a year, mate, calm down leaves no feeling of wanting more. Yes, it does. How many days in a week are there? Huh? Seven! And it's not just evenings, there's mornings too! So there's plenty, plenty more uh, scope for wanting more. Younger cast members are said to be demanding pay rises for the extra work. That's fair enough. New actors, such as Lucy Fallon, no idea who plays Bethany Platt. Bethany Platt is 20 years old, is she? Flipping heck! That's, um, the young... the young girl's, um, kiddie, who she was, like, 14 when she had her, wasn't she? Brian Tilsley's daughter. Well, not Brian Tilsley's. Was she Brian Tilsley's or was she, um... the nurse's daughter? She's Gail's daughter, anyway. Earned six times less... <laughs> than veterans such as Bill Roach, 84. Ken Barlow's 84. Strict rules prevent soap actors making adverts. Oh, strict rules preventing soap actors making adverts mean glam stars, including Brooke Vincent, 24, and Kim Marsh. I'm living in a time bubble. Kim Marsh is now 40? I remember when she was like 22 in hearsay and Nigel told her to lose some weight. I was thinking, no, 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 don't have been forced to turn down lucrative ad contracts a tv source said everyone thinks the actors are on top dollar but that's not the case corrie newcomers can earn 40,000 pounds a year is that all for corrie really flipping heck that's rubbish i mean that is i mean 40 grand a year is a good is a good wage right of course it is but for being on corrie that's rubbish which is on a par with Hollyoaks, which has far fewer fi- viewers. Weatherfield's big guns take home a quarter of a million pounds plus. But the extra workload should mean extra... Go and get real jobs instead of whinging. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Last 15 minutes of the penultimate straight to air for a while. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Line one, you're on the wireless. Glob you globule. You're right, John. Oh, he's gone. Okay, that's all he wanted. That's fair enough. Line two, you're on the wireless.
5: I don't feel sorry for actors in Coronation Street. It's news readers I feel sorry for. Poor that, 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 Well, that news, it's 24 hours a day, Yeah, yeah? seven yeah. days a week, yep. 365. Yeah. In the last week, they had to go through the night with the old election, Yeah. and then, what with all this news happening recently, they've had to come and do extra shifts, Yeah. Yep. Yep. but they don't get paid anymore. But they just get told sit there, read that, do this, do that, yeah. smile, get on with it. Yeah. That's what I feel sorry for. Coronation Street <laughs> Easy. Stand there, ooh, talking a northern accent. Easy. Could do it falling off a chair. And that'd probably get more viewers. What do you say to that?
2: What's what's your point, caller?
5: Well the, the point is newsreaders they don't get any credit. Well, they they stuff n- Coronation Street news readers, is it? Stuff them. Yeah, news readers. When, when are you going to When are you going to do a topic on, you know, an evening on news
2: What's your name, caller?
5: I'm not giving my name.
2: Is this Hugh Edwards? Damn you! I so. Thank you very much, Hugh. I've told you, you're not allowed to call us. Okay, there is a restraining order. Thank you very much indeed. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Here's the thing. I, um, always find... uh, Am I the only person that finds twins creepy? They're weird, aren't they? And And I say that kind of, kind of respectfully, but not really very respectfully. My mate, one of my best mates, right, Conan, is an identical twin. I went to college with him. And... His identical twin, Scott, is, like, is identical. I mean, it's, like, proper identical to the point where Conan went out one night and we were in his house and there was a knock at the door and it was Conan, but in different clothes. But it wasn't him, it was his brother! And it was the first time I met him and it blew my mind. Twins make me very uncomfortable. And I do think... Oh, wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. They do have that kind of, um... I remember once on a breakfast show, the TV show I did, called Rise, and we had the cheeky girls on, right? It's when the cheeky girls... Well, the cheeky girls weren't even a thing then. They'd been a thing. And for some reason, we had them on. And we're like, well, we don't know what to do with them. We we didn't know why they'd been booked. So we did a... (laughs) They were very nice girls. Weird mum. They slept in the same bed. They slept in the same bed. And the girls were lovely, actually, but the mum... Were they, were they Transylvanian? They were, I think. The mum was like the brains behind the, the, the thing. And I, I always got the, the, the idea that she was um, manipulating them. But where are the cheeky girls these days? Anyway, so we didn't know what to do with them. So what we decided we would do was we would conduct twin experiments on them. And so we do like, we'd show them cards and things and, and, and see if the other one. And then, I mean, I, I remember we, we, um, we got one of those fake glass bottles, you know, the ones that are made of sugar. And we smashed it on this cheeky girl's head. No wonder no one watched us. Although I would watch that as a breakfast show. Anyway, why are you talking about twins, Ian? I'm going to tell you. A nursery class has five sets of twins. Flipping heck. What's going, what, what are they putting in the water? And four of the pairs are identical. Staff have asked parents to dress them differently to help tear them, tell them apart. Well, you would have to, wouldn't you? Again, that's another weird thing when people dress up twins in the same clothing. What, what are you doing that for? That's no use to anybody. You're not doing anybody a favor with that. I just don't trust them. Just don't trust them. I always feel that they have a a them and us mentality. Well, listen, if it comes to Judgment Day, I say we take the twins down first. Jacob Four, who attends the nursery at Folkestone, Kent, said he wore red while Brother Thomas was always in blue, but added, ''Sometimes we swap and laugh.'' that's the problem with twins he's four and already he's trying to mess with our minds it should not be allowed pick pick your favorite one the other one's got to go and live the other side of the world that's how it should work in my book 0844 499 1000 hey here's a thing as well i'm of an age right I'm of an age where, uh, and you kids these you kids these days, right, you don't know. You've got, like, you know, um, global warming, right, is your big thing. When I was growing up in the 80s, it was the hole in the ozone layer. That was the thing. We didn't have this global warming. It was kind of, what it was, it was a hole over the North Pole, and the sun would come in, and it wouldn't be able to escape, or something like that. And so it would bounce around within the planet and it would heat the planet up so we did have global warming but we didn't call it global warming because that term had yet to be invented all right all right thank you so um but the the, the hole in the ozone layer was going to kill us right and what had created it was the fact that we were using um deodorants cfc's so it was deo it was deodorant's and it was whipped cream it was killing the planet and we're like yeah sure whatever but everyone had to stop you know using it and it was like well this is you know we're all gonna die because of um basically so i'm, I'm trying to do a complicated sum while i'm talking to you at the same time can you hear my brain is trying to do two things and failing miserably at um Doing the two things. Hang on a minute, let me just do it, Matt. 5745, 53, let's say fifty three twenty. No, let's say fifty-four twenty. Oof, oh, I'll get it wrong. I'll get it wrong. I got it wrong last time with this. 54 55 56 57. That'll do it. Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt. There we go, we're in. We're in. Maths is dumb. Anyway, the hole in the ozone layer has fixed itself. What? It's fixed itself. Can you believe this? I remember we started a band at school as well called the Demon Axe Warriors from Oblivion. Um, It's taken from a Frank Sybottom thing. And we uh, we had to do a project. Everyone has to do a project about the hole in the ozone layer. And all we did was we just wrote like this rubbish protest song and made a stupid video. And we got really good marks because the teacher was teaching us was a numpty. Um i think yeah that'll do um yeah, okay well the ozone layer is fixing it it's healing itself this is unprecedented the ozone hole over antarctic antarctica will be completely healed by 2050 that's incredible well, that's incredible we were all going to die because of it and now it's going to be fixed thanks to an amazing worldwide effort, scientists have revealed. It has shrunk by more than 1.5 million square miles since its peak in 2000, thanks to the 1989 ban on carbon, hydrogen, chlorine and fluorine compounds in aerosols, fridges and cleaning products. Our fridges died, I've had to buy a new fridge today. When did fridges get so expensive? Huh? When did they get, I spent 300 quid on a fridge. And that's a cheap one. That's a reduced one. Aren't we amazed? uh, The US researcher, Professor Susan Solomon from Massachusetts Institution of Technology, MIT, is what that's called, said, the things we've done have put the planet on a path to heal. Wowzers. Which is a pretty good thing for us, isn't it? This is, what she, this is her science talk. Is her talking like that? All right, love, calm down. Flipping it. Aren't we amazing humans that we decided collectively as a world let's get rid of these molecules? Well, if we fix that, that means that we can fix um the global warming thing if we if we want to. So we might as well use up loads of carbon fuels again. Have I got that right? Does that science make sense to you? Ah, it kind of does.
1: Radio debate and entertainment. Talk radio. We'll get you talking.